like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper. <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Jeepers, is it what up Wednesday already? Yes, it is. What up, yo? What up? What up, what up, what What up? up? What up? It is a what up Wednesday. It's also National Hot Dog Day. And let's get it out of the right way immediately. Hot dog is a sandwich. That's it. (laughs) That's it. It's also, it's it's National Hot Dog Day, but it's World Emoji Day. Now explain how emojis are more important than hot dogs. Hot dogs are consumed, I know not in every country. They're Frankfurters in Germany, aren't they? In Frankfurt, Germany? Uh, kind of, kind of. Anyway, it's National Hot Dog Day. I don't know why we need... Let's get the hot dog rolling is right. It's hump day. It's hot dog day. It's hot. But we got you covered. Another epic show coming up today. Today we are going to have a full house from... Are we bringing in the whole crew from Full House? I thought they did the Fuller House. Is that still on? I don't know, actually. I know that it's on... Uh, well, they did a couple. Of, I, I, don't, I, I only did at least one series, one season of the I think it was Fuller more House. than that. Whatever it was. But we are going to be full from side to side, literally top to how bottom. About, how about, yeah, not just side to side, Robin. We got to be full, all the way full up, all we the way are. up to here. When you used to ask your kids when we were eating, did you ever do this? When you say how you full, yes, full, and the kids, and you say, how full are you? And then the kids would go up here, like right above the eyes. And I'd say, well, you're not all the way full, so eat some more. That's what my mom would say. Robin, what the hell is going on here? Where's the stupid remote? I don't have it. I didn't turn the TV on. I just came down here, Robin. So we're going to have to mute that some bitch. I know, because Robin has the TV screen behind me on, and she has the volume on. Do I have to do it this early into the show? Tony Bruno, I can't. Like, it's not the length of the show, Robin. It's the width of the show that we have to fill. It's a square footage thing. And don't ask me to do math. Up to my neck, saving room for dessert. That's what you say to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to welcome Steve McGee, who just subscribed with Twitch Prime. Prime days are over, Robin. That doesn't mean you can not subscribe to this great show. No, but a lot of people are trying out Prime for the first time because mm-hmm. they get a one month free. Now Luigi has on his Amazon own Prime, yeah. not not this, not our show, right? Because right, right. if you have Prime already, it doesn't. You don't have to wait for Prime Days to subscribe to the show for free, correct? Yeah, if you yes. have hello, right? If you have Prime already, then you can subscribe for free, anytime. and you don't have to wait for Prime Day. I, I don't right. want to confuse because Amazon Prime Day was actually the last two days, and a lot of people went on there and got stuff which is what makes Amazon the greatest. But if you're listening to the show, you just found the show, you can subscribe to the show and get all the bells and whistles and the extra stuff and the, the uh, uncut stuff, the uncensored. Well, everything's pretty much uncut and uncensored. 
But that's why you subscribe, and it's for free when you're on Amazon Prime. You don't have to subscribe to listen or follow the show, but the subscribers get the extra benefit of having like 24-hour content whenever they yes. want. Yes, but if you are a um, if you are a brand new Amazon Prime member, you just are trying it with a, the one-month free trial. Yep. You actually do have to wait before your one-month free is up to subscribe for free on Twitch Prime. That's we for fig- people who just got a free month on, right. on Amazon Prime. Exactly. That's not for people who paid for the full year exactly. like we always do, like most people do. And it's great if you can get it for, for a month. Now, what about these people who just subscribe so they can take advantage of Prime Day and then unsubscribe? Will they be hunted down like wild animals yes. eventually? Okay, because good. Because that's what we need to do. You know people. You know people. Exactly right. Well, the guys in Sicily won't because the mob has been wiped out in Palermo in my native land. Well, actually, I was born here. But if I were to go back to another country where I came from, I'd probably go back to Sicily, Robin, because I am so close to having being born in Sicily. Can I be considered somebody who can go back where I came from? Uh, no. What that do you mean, no? Work. If you were born someplace and that's... So technically, like when you tried to send me back to the Netherlands, I can't do that but you weren't born there no but i did live there you never even lived in sicily so i have you know how many relatives i have there my mom's from there i have aunts uncles cousins nieces nephews over there i'm just telling you the qualifications for being able to say go back to where you came from i would go back to sicily i'd go back to cali too but you know that's another anyway enough about that we got a lot of stuff to get to today in studio coming into the wine cellar today an old friend, an old neighbor, former NBA player, former Ryder College standout Yes, in New Jersey. Now, this is going to be the first time that we have anybody that's close to seven feet coming down to the wine cellar. Yes, and I saw you tweeting earlier, we have seven feet two inches. Yes. So we, I made the clearance when we had the and cellar did, dug out. And I checked. I checked. He is 6'11". 6'10". No, he's 6'11". All says, right, we'll have him take his shoes off. But he'll be able to sit down. He'll be able to walk down here. He's not going to have to duck. I couldn't walk down this cellar. When we first had this place, and I'm six no, feet. No, neither could I. We hit our fine. heads. Mm-hmm. But we had it dug down just for this special occasion so that when we bring in ballers, NBA players, athletes who are above, oh, actually, you can fit up to seven foot one inch. So if you're over seven foot one, Without you may shoes. have to lean over a little bit. But that doesn't mean you're going to hit your head. How many people above seven foot two do you know, Robin? How many people? Mm. And when you sit down, you're not you're only like uh, no, not really because my five feet. <laughs> my my side of the family is very tall. My brother is uh, six foot five and a half, I believe. <laughs> my dad's six four. Uh, my uncle, I have a cousin who's six eleven, so he's about the same height. Yeah, and six eleven fits very yeah. comfortably down in the wine cellar here. But he's never been here, here either, so we don't know. In South Philadelphia, well, last night, of course, uh, watching sports. A lot of Phillies fans were going crazy again. I'm watching the game. They're up 6-1. And the amazing thing about baseball, and especially here in this town, where the Phillies, you know, people are going crazy almost every night. Last night was Italian Heritage Night, Robin. Yes. And the Phillies jump up to a 6-1 lead. But everybody on the, on the face of the earth, from L.A. to Philly to anywhere else, knew that the Phillies, despite Vince Velasquez pitching well early, that something eventually would go terribly, terribly wrong. Like it does pretty much every week on VH1's behind the music. You're riding high in April. You're shot down in May. And so the Phillies have a 6-1 lead. The Dodgers come back, and they not only uh, they, they make it a one-run game. So the Phillies were up 6-5 in the ninth inning. All their closer had to do was go out there and get three outs, 
not give up a run, and boom, you get a win. But no, not in this year of the Philadelphia Phillies, not in this year of Hector Naris, who one night can go out and strike out the side, and the next night can go out in a safe situation and get tattooed. And he did. And he gave up a couple of runs, and the Phillies fell behind. He gave up three runs, actually. And so the Phillies 6-5 lead became an 8-5 deficit. And then in the bottom of the ninth, the Phillies do work against the Dodger closers. Closer, Jansen. Kelly, Kelly Jansen. And suddenly, the crowd was going wild. The strippers had left because of the rain delay. Well, speaking of which, yes. Tony, we have both photographic and video. I know. I'm going to get okay. to that. I've got to get to the meat first. You served them. Actually, speaking of meat. That was meat, I'm confused. I'm very confused, Tony. Speaking of meat, yes, Seacrest, thank you. So anyway, so the the Phillies come back and win it, walk-off fashion. The much-maligned Bryce Harper laces, I mean a laser beam to right center field. The ball goes all the way to the wall. The Phillies score a couple of runs. They actually score three, and they come back and win it 9-6 over the Dodgers. Everybody knows that by now. But last night, I watched the game. I don't even need analytics. I watched the game at another level. That's from decades and decades of watching baseball and looking for the intricacies. You know, I know when it's a slider or a curveball. I know the two-seamer. I know the split-fingered fastball. I know the knuckle curve. I know all the grips. But one thing I notice is the periphery, too. Especially behind home plate. It's impossible to miss what's going on in the seats behind home plate. It's called the Diamond Club. They're the big cushioned seats. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're empty a lot of nights. I mean, there's a couple of scouts down there. You see the same people. You watch the Dodgers. You always see Mary Hart over the Dodger Club. Those seats, they're, you know, they're expensive seats. You don't, no, 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 Chitru can go there. Even on, even on Italian Heritage Night last night at the ballpark. So me, being the astute observer of all things sports-related, uh-huh. noticed in the second row a gentleman with gray hair and sitting on one side of him was a blonde and sitting on the other side of him was a brunette. Yes, the I blonde, have a photograph though, up right now. Okay, so now, again, as I mentioned, I have a keen eye in the second row. So here she is. I'm watching her, and I, she's, you know, she obviously is not there. She's obviously not there to watch the ball game. Oh, no. Because you can see her. She's on her phone. Yeah, she's, she's taking t- selfies. She's taking she selfies. has no idea what's going on. Well, I don't, and, know uh, I don't know if the guy was her uncle. Maybe it was her Italian uncle taking her to Italian Heritage Night. She looked a little like a Kumad, but a younger Kumad. So, uh, Normally, Kumads are, you know, 40-something Italian women, divorcees, 50 years old. You know, 40 to 60. That's the Kumad Generation. So we're, let's 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 guess the name, uh, Fran, Francesca, Francesca Carmelita. Carmelita. No, Carmelita's not. Car- a, Carmen? That's that's, that's Carmen. Hispanic. Okay, Carmen. Anyway, so this chick, and I was saying to Robin, I said, "Do you see this blonde sitting behind?" Because Robin's sitting there too, and I said, "Check out this blonde in the second row." Not because she's a blonde. I mean, I noticed all people. No, because... But there was something fishy going yeah, on there. And it was because of the fact that she not was... Not a bacala, not a fish, fish, <laughs> fish frita bacala, as we used to sing. And they played all those songs last night at Italian but Heritage Night. it was night. because of the spectacle she was making of herself. I mean, but she no, was she wasn't even making a spectacle. It took my keen eye for the blonde gal. That should be a new show on the, Bravo. The blonde gal. Clean, a keen eye for the blonde gal. <laughs> so I said, you know, hey, it's the blonde. 
yeah. you know, it's guys look at, but it's not because she was blonde. She was a bleach blonde. They're a dime a dozen, all right? Mm-hmm. But I just noticed her, like, looking at her phone, because I notice people at the games. I, I, I'm a people watcher. So I'm watching at home on, on the screen, on the big screen, and I say, that girl's not really there to, to watch the game. No. And I'm not one to judge. It's not my style. She but I noticed no she didn't care about the game. No, she had no interest in the and game. And then so I keep watching it, and I wasn't even taping the game. And so I see her suddenly stand up at one point. Mm-hmm. And then I said, freeze it right there, as they say when they show highlights and the, the color analyst on any sport <laughs> says, freeze it right there. And then they go back and they draw the line around it. Right. I didn't draw a line around it. Neither did John Crook or anybody on the Phillies broadcast crew do. But I posted the picture. And I said... I don't even remember what the original tweet was. I said it was something. Oh, when yeah. You, when, it, you take, it, when you take your niece to Italian Heritage Night and she's from the South, she's a South uh, Jersey Shore Gumad or right, something, something like that. Like and there she is standing up. So I didn't continue to, to I, I didn't really pay attention to her after that. Mm-hmm. But other astute listeners, when they saw, and viewers, when they saw my post of the woman in the freeze frame, they were rolling on the game. Yes. And so while they were watching the game, they noticed not only did she stand up one time, but then just when I thought that she may not be a stripper, she does the ultimate stripper move. You would have to go to the finest clubs, even the not-so-finest gentlemen's clubs, to see a maneuver like this on the stage with guys and fives and tens and even $20 bills coming out of their wallets. Yeah, she, she confirmed it without a doubt with this one. So let's watch it. Now, this is a video posted by another guy. I think he's from Busted Coverage, one of the websites. Uh-huh. And a guy who rips me all the time, and I still gave him credit, and I actually sent him my video. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen, on the second video, absolutely with the quintessential stripper move right there. If that woman is not a stripper, she should be. Let me, let's see that again. Now, look, she got to see, so for people who can't see it, she has the legs straight up yes. wide, almost like she's butterfly. Like when Put you your, butterfly a chicken yes. breast. Put your leg up, legs up like you just don't care. She has her legs in the air, and but she's holding her ankles like she just don't care. Actually, she was holding the thighs. Usually the guys hold the ankles when they're in that yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm just, uh, just, I'm just speaking from personal experience. It's hard to reach the ankles. Wow. And here's the best part. So she's sitting down there, and that's the Diamond Club. Where, you know, you're a VIP. I don't know who the guy was. Somebody said he's a prominent Philadelphia attorney. Does that shock you? I don't believe that was their uncle. Because there were two women there. And again, I don't care what you do. If you're their legal age, I'm assuming. She had a drink. And then I, I keep seeing the, uh, the waiter that goes down, the, the, the server. Uh-huh. The, there's a woman that comes down and they yeah. take your drink order and your food order when you're sitting in those seats. Because, you know, you're a muckety-muck. Or you get greased by the organization. See. And she's not a regular there. And so she was there. Until it started raining in the top of the ninth. But a lot of people caught this. And I, I was on with Aton last night on his overnight show, mm-hmm. national show on SB Nation Radio. And I pointed this out to him. And now that whole scene, because this is what people care about. They don't care about watching a guy hit a home run. Everybody hits home runs. Everybody strikes out. <laughs> you know, there's all web gems and break catches in center field. You know what people want on the internet these days? They want pictures like this. They want a blonde behind home plate standing up to show the world that she's hot, at least to some people. And then they want to see her. And here's the best part. You know, you misbehave. If you drop down a circle at Wrigley Field, you get banned for life. If you put your legs up in the air, two seats behind home plate, you get get money thrown at you. 
and they bring you more drinks. How great is this country? <laughs> it's crazy. And there was like yeah. a little kid in front of her. There's like a little girl in yeah. front of her. It's and I think she gave the little girl her card and said, listen, young lady, when you grow up, you want to be like me and make some good money without having to do anything in life other than maybe dye your hair and get a little boob job or whatever? Hey, to each his own. I'm not telling people how to go out there and work hard for their money. But that was last night. Very inappropriate. That was, she was the star of the game. I, now, I can't believe they interviewed Bryce Harper. At, I can't believe Murphy, Greg Murphy interviewed Bryce Harper and not that woman. I think she would have been the star of the game had she not left when it started raining in the top of the ninth inning like a lot of people did. Yes. Now, I can guarantee something else because somebody asked, do the, do the carpets <laughs> match the drapes? I, I can, would doubt it, no, Robin. I can she's a, guarantee she's, that even if the carpets, the carpets, if they were if they were there, would not be matching. But there are no carpets in that house. I'm pretty sure it's it's a hardwood floor. Wow! And it does, again, I'm not one to judge, Robin. But she was she was putting on a show for the crowd, oh, was she not? There's no doubt. She was she she wasn't there to watch a ball game. No. She was there to entertain the folks at home. And, and it's funny because if you look at the still shots, there's a bunch of women behind her. And when she's doing the leg split thing, they're all laughing. They're all smiling. They under, women understand. Because you as a woman, Robin, it's uh-huh. easy for me to say, oh, yeah, you're just a typical guy. Listen, I'm not a strip club uh, regular. I've been in them. Robin's been in them. Oh, yeah. So I'm not you know, denouncing gentlemen's clubs. But anyway... She was putting on a show, and so when Robin saw her, I asked her her opinion because her opinion counts. I'm a guy. Did I think she was hot? I don't know. I couldn't see her up close. Yeah, it was hard to kind of see. I mean... Like 2 o'clock in the morning, she comes knocking on the door. Looks like she had a vodka crayon, though. She had a red drink, but it was, as you can tell, it was not a good... Harry Mays, who's going to join us, by the way, coming up in about 10 minutes. Harry and Aton, it's our regular Wednesday get-together. CC. And I, I, I guarantee you, those guys are talking about this. They're talking about the game, too. And the Phillies come back and they win. And, and that's nice. And we'll see what happens tonight because nobody knows what's going to happen next with the Phillies. Is this the game that's going to maybe turn their season around? Or are they going to lose 16? For example, Stool Presidente from Barstool Sports, David Portnoy, was in Philly on Monday. Uh-huh. And he, had, he actually had Bryce Harper go to Tacanelli's Pizzeria, one of the legendary joints in the city. You've seen, I mean, it, it's... When any foodies come to town or any of the pizza people come to town, right. they go to Tacanelli's because they're the, you know they they have an original thing going on. They have the the uh, the, the real fired, not a gas. They have a wood fired stove, a mm-hmm. wood fired oven, and they make pizza and pizza and they're legendary in Philly. Right. So David Portnoy, who's the stool president at Barstool, you know he does his pizza thing. He not he he had he had two Philadelphia athletes eating pizza in front of a pizza place, and one of them was Bryce Harper. And the amazing thing is, they were there for a long time. Now, I'm not saying it's the reason why the Phillies went out, oh, by the way, that same night and lost to the Dodgers 16-2. to I'm not saying David Portnoy, the stool presidente, is a jinx because he does hate Philadelphia. We know that. And then he comes here and makes millions of dollars eating pizza in our city. I'm not going to hold that against him. It's a great gig. But he's the guy who took Bryce Harper to have a Philadelphia pizza, does the pizza, you know, he goes all over the country and he does his pizza test and then he rates them and eight and a half, nine, brings those guys out and he said he was going to the Phillies game even though Philly fans hate him because he's a Boston honk. 
right? And then, you know, there's that, 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 like Dean, he's a Boston honk. I know a lot of people in Boston. They're honks, and we hate them in a sports way. I don't hate David Portnoy. The guy's a genius. So he takes them out and gets them pizza, and then what happens? The Phillies go out and lose 16-2. to two. And I blame Barstool Sports and David Portnoy. And you can tell, even though Bryce Harper took a slice of the, a bite of the pizza, I believe it affected the entire Phillies operation on Monday night. So I'm not one of these guys who, who, who takes blame or places blame on somebody. But if you want to p- place blame on one person who cost the Phillies a Dodger game the other night, I got to blame Barstool Sports and David Portnoy, the stool president. And you could tell him I said so. Now, it's Tony. Ridiculous. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. I get, I, listen, I love, I watch all the pizza reviews. I, like, I love watching Jewish guys tell me about what pizza's good or not. I may start doing a thing going to Delhi and telling you what pastrami is the best. One bite. I'll have Robin come for me because I'm not really a big pastrami guy. One bite. Can you tell with one bite what's the best pastrami, Robin? Yes. One bite is all you need? One bite is all I need, and I found it already, so I don't really need to go anywhere else. Exactly. That's my point. Anyway, it's one slice, everybody knows the rule. <laughs> so that was funny watching that. I mean, to be able to get Bryce Harper and the Flyers' new signee guy is a pretty big deal to Tony, go out on a Monday. Tony Bruno, I have an update. We have an update already? Yes. I am being told yes. that the blonde has both a Twitter and an Instagram, and she goes by Lux Magic. Lux Magic. L-U-X-M-A. How do you know that's her, Robin? I don't, but I'm being told by... But you can't read... You just can't say that. Without having a, what do you think this is? CNN. We Jim, need verification here. Jim Rob twenty four. I Jim Rob twenty four. Why don't you let me know how you have this information? Well, why don't he, you look it up before we go and say that that's the girl? It looks. I don't want. Like I'm not doxed. Well, I don't want to dox her on the show. Well, I leave that up to the well, journalists is, out this there. This is not doxing. This is giving her promotion. But if it's not her, <laughs> you're giving somebody who's not that person. Promotion. That's it's true. like that stupid bagel guy. There are people who are still buying his bullshit. Even though they not, everybody on earth who's watched this guy knows that he's doing this for self-promotion. Now he's getting offers. So that's what happens. The, the guy's a genius, too. He had people thinking he was some demented short guy who would go into bagel places and go into 7-Elevens and then start screaming as he's recording him basically accusing innocent people of being against short people. And then everybody ran with it. This guy was on every news channel everywhere on earth. Morning news shows. Good morning, this America. This is her. This is, Deb- is this her? I'm looking at side by side. Now, this is good. Journey. If it's her, I want to give credit where credit's due. How does Jim Rob 24 know that she is, in fact, Lux Magic? I don't know, but I am looking at side by side. I want to see. Let's do a side by side comparison. So hold on a this second. This is actually legitimate investigative journalism, ladies yes. and gentlemen. You're not getting this on any so other show. So here's the photograph, which is the closest picture that we have. That's the one that I got, that, the freeze right. frame of her standing up. Right. And so look at her profile and the shape of her nose and her body type, yeah. okay? You know how many blondes look like that, Robin? We're police blondes. But, <laughs> but I'm doing a side by side comparison. Now. Look, this is this is her as a blonde. Well, she's a blonde at the ballpark, yeah, too. Yeah, but, but she's not always a blonde, trust me, because if you go to her Instagram, but see, there's there's her picture. I don't know. How, do you, how, do you, how can you say without any, without that's a shadow her. of a doubt that that's her? That's her. How do you know? Because I'm looking at her. She's, that, that looks like it's her. Can we get me. her on the show? I want to I I grill her, so to speak. 
To me, that definitely looks like her. She's from Philly. I see a Philadelphia background here. And I don't think she sure. traveled in from L.A. We don't need to import our strippers in town. No. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say she's a stripper again. She says on what, her what profile, is, is she her? says that she's a musician. Okay. So. And again, I don't want to label somebody based on their looks. But I, the most musicians I know don't open their legs and put their legs up in the air in the second row at a baseball game. Just saying. You know, so when you're trying to deduce what's up, normally you don't think of a musician that would stick their legs up in the air as this young woman did last night at the ballpark. Jim Rob 24 says, if you look at Almond Milk Honey, an Instagram profile story, she shows herself at the game and her best friend is in pictures with her. Beautiful. Now, ladies and gentlemen, see what happens when you investigate. Thank you, Jim Rob. And uh, do you have any relation to Broccoli Rob? Because I can go for some right now with a nice roast pork sandwich from the Knicks and get some of that. But anyway, thank you for the investigative report reporting. That was a good job. That good is. Job, Let me give him a roaring round of applause. And I got him. Uh, I'll get him a free admission into Club Risque for his uh, efforts because I have a couple of uh, free admission cards. You know that, Robin? Oh, do you? I got oh, some you, cheerleaders. So uh, free have, admission. Like, a standing. Well, I get in. I mean, come on. I just walked to the door. I'm talking about Joe Schmo, who goes in there from Kokomo. Now, Mark Chamberlain, job. 11, is tuning in saying he was sitting a few rows over, and it definitely looks like her. There you have it. See what happens there when you, you put great minds together? In, this is investigative reporting, to We will Bruno. be digging deeper and deeper into this important story that we exposed right here, only on Bruno Nation Live on Twitch.tv. That's why you got to subscribe every day. You're not getting this kind of breakdown segment. No. You're not, you know, maybe you go watch SEC uh, Coaches Media Day yesterday, and hear coaches being interviewed about what's coming up in the SEC, that's just speculation. This is actual investigation. This is what John Stossel, <laughs> this is what Mike Wallace used to do on 60 Minutes. Get down to the nitty-gritty, man. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty, man. <laughs> so there you have it. So if you go to my Twitter feed, and now you can go... And see the the side by Robin. Did you post the side by side comparison? Not yet. <sighs> this is what we do. Geraldo Rivera came up empty when he went in Al Capone's vault. On this show, when we go into a vault or into the Diamond Club, but it was after all. I should have had the hint when it was take a stripper to the Diamond Club tonight night at the ballpark last night. Congratulations. And it looked like she was drinking vodka crayons. So at least we may have something in common because she was holding up a drink that looked like a very poorly poured vodka crayon. And you know who would be outraged at that, don't you? Then Mr. Harry Mays. Mr. Harry Mays the other night, by the way. We have like 30 seconds before they I know. I'm just, I, I understand that. I'm waiting for them. They're on the line, right? So they will join us. But in the meantime, I'm setting this up. Harry Mays, the man who made the term. Get out. Get out. And I am pissed off. Famous. Now he and Aton are doing a show every day on 97.3 ESPN over the air. They're on Twitch as well. And we do this crossing streams thing every Wednesday where both shows meld together as one. And we talk about the important issues of the day. And I'm sure because of my conversation with Aton late last night, this has become a topic. And now we've actually figured out. It, it appears we have identified. ESPN Mobile App. Are they coming back from break now? They're, I was just checking. The only way I can check is by putting them live. That's for a okay. Second. That's that's the excitement of this. It's like, oh my god, yeah. 
So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Are you getting this anywhere else? No. Are you getting this on NBC Sports Philadelphia on the breakdown segment? Robin, of the show live on Twitch. And this is awesome because the two of them are running the show on Twitch, mm-hmm. and we are on Twitch as well, and we are crossing the streams as yes. we do each and every Wednesday, one thirty, where we bring them in and talk about God knows what. And Tony, Miss Robin... I don't know if you remember this. It, this is how the show works, and you can appreciate this, because we basically are, are taking a page out of your book and going every and any direction we want well, without, without anybody coming down on us. Oh, yeah, not right. a page. We knock, like, a whole chapter yeah, out of there. Technically, we plagiarize. Yeah, right. we totally ripped them off. So, exactly. We've been talking at length, as you two know, and I'm sure you were as well, talking at length about this idiot, the bagel boss, and all the contrived anger and all the reaction to it. So now he signed, uh, I don't know, Damon Feldman, the guy executing this down in AC. Somebody is trying to get him to fight in AC. So someone on our Twitch channel, in fact, Philly Man 5, John from Dunphy Ford, suggested Antoine Dodson be the guy to fight the bagel boss. And Harry looked at me like he had no idea who we were talking about. I imagine that at least one of you knows who Antoine Dodson is, correct? Not real. I know the name. Is he a boxer or is he just a local guy? Because, you know, Damon Feldman, who you mentioned, I see him all the time, and he's always looking for promotions of fights, real fights and celebrity fights, obviously, and a lot of celebrity fights because he set up all the big ones that we've all known about over the years, right? Yeah, Jose Canseco and Vysikahema. Exactly. Vysikahema. Vysikahema. He got knocked out by Vysikahema, as told <laughs> the great, uh, great Tony Corner. And I found out, you know, I found this out. I don't know if you heard this, but... I heard this from Mike Reese that apparently Feldman was trying to get Ike to fight on the spot Jose's brother. Jose Canseco's brother, former Philly great? Yes. Now remember, they, they tried to other to fight Vi, and then Vi and them sniffed it out. They're like, no, 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 get your ass in the ring. And I think it's Ozzy Canseco. Yeah, so apparently somebody, if it was Feldman or somebody there, tried to get Ike Reese to fight Ozzy Canseco in the undercard. Wow. But this bagel guy, I was just talking about him. Of course, as I said to you last night, overnight, Eitan, we, we just absolutely uncovered, so to speak, the girl at behind home plate last night. We have her identity. We didn't dox her, but we have, yes. as you know, the audience out there, especially the Twitch audience, they're locked into all matters involving, is that woman a stripper or a musician? We now know who she was. I posted the picture last night. Other people were videoing the game and posting her in various positions. She claims that she's a musician, not a stripper. But Harry no, Mays knows. And she had a vodka crayon. She had a vodka crayon, Harry. I don't know if you saw it. I did not see that, but I, I wasn't. You didn't even see the whole thing. I was intently watching her, though, during the innings that I was watching. I, she immediately jumped out at me. And I, I pointed her out. And there was also a brunette on the other side of the, of the guy who was in between them. They were both there. They were both friends. He was there with both of them. Now, guys, I don't know why we're getting we're getting a broken up feed from you guys. Now, I, I thought we would get perfectly clean, total frequency modulation, but you guys are breaking up a little bit. Are we just on a phone line? Um, I- See, they're breaking up. Yeah, too. I don't know, and and we're on a landline, so there should be absolutely no issues on there. Yes. Are you guys on a cheap cell phone? How are we contacting we you guys? Probably might be. You know, we're broad, we're broadcasting from that same bunker that Michael Savage was in for about fifteen years <laughs> in San Francisco. Actually, now it sounds pretty good. 
Yeah, that came across. No, see, yeah, no, sometimes you say, as we say on this show, I can't play it because there's a bad word in it, and it would go over your air, and we get in trouble. It is well, breaking. Wait for the break. Well, I'll play that. Yeah. Talk about anything. So now we found out that her actual name, and again, we did this through investigation. We're not doxing people. We're not going to want. We don't want anybody to hassle her. But right, she's right. on Instagram, and she's out there. And what's her name, Robin? You had it earlier. One she of our. Goes, she, well, she's on Instagram and Twitter as Lux Magic. Lux L-U- Magic. Does that sound like a musician to you, Harry? L- Lux. L U X M A G I K. Lux. Oh, Magic. you have to add the K. That yes. that. Now she sounds like a musician. Lux Magic, M-A-G-I-C, is full stripper, maybe even porn. Yes, side stage stripper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But magic with a K. Like, I can picture her with a violin or, you know, maybe yeah. a flute. Something along those lines. Exactly. Apparently, another name, I guess her Instagram name is, what was it there, Robin? No, I'm that's her through. best friend. Or oh, her best friend's Instagram name, is, who um, was the brunette. And the guy in the middle, I'm, I'm hearing now from my sources deep within the legal community, is apparently a well-known Philadelphia lawyer, or it was Jeffrey Epstein who was out on bail and decided to come to a Phillies-Dodgers game. Okay, so is, it, uh, is that man in any type of social violation to be bringing strippers to the game, or is it come as you go, the Phillies suck anyway? No, I mean, hey, it was take your stripper to take a stripper to the ball game, ballpark, and a tie in the Heritage Night. Heritage Night. Are, are those one of the same? <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be take your kumad? To take your kumad. Yeah. But they, were, yeah, right. they were too young for kumad. See, I said to Robin earlier, kumads are usually Italian women between the ages of 40 and 60 who are active out there. They go oh, to the bars, they go to clubs. That's a kumad. Normally, uh, women in their 20s, they're not kumads, being the okay. Italian that knows this kind of stuff. That's why we go to you. They're usually... <laughs> Harry and I yeah. have no idea. Those girls are hooahs. <laughs> Say what? Uh, now, I'm on Lux Magic here, at Lux, L-U-X-M-A-G-I-K. now for the rest of the show. But, yes. no, no. She, she, I, I looked, she's only got 8,400 followers, and, but one of them is Remy Lacroix. Who is a, an adult film star? Oh, I thought he played. I thought the Flyers just signed him from the Minnesota Wild uh, because of the Chuck <laughs> Chuck Fletcher connections. <laughs> he played for Chuck Fletcher. Not to, be, yeah, but not to be confused with La Croix Restaurant down on Rittenhouse Square. Wow, that's Have great. You ever eaten there? I haven't eaten there. I can't get in. It's it's always too. It's nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded here. I mean, that's the problem with that restaurant. Well, to what, quote the what great, is uh, French cuisine anyway? Like, like what's is that tiny right? food? Is that it? Yeah, like, yeah it's, what, a small exactly? it's a small is plate. It's a small plate. Yeah, it's a small. But no, it's food. well done. There's a lot of great sauces. You got to have a lot of the a lot of butter involved. I love French food, but the problem is you get a little tiny tiny morsel there, and then you sit there and say, "Where's the damn meal? Bring the damn food!" And then they charge right, a million dollars for it. It's an outrage. Right, the entree is forty nine ninety five, and it's, you eat oh. it in two bites. Yeah, who wants it's got like Berblanc sauce all over it? Exactly. Uh, I got Berblanc in the in the cupboard. Yeah. Exactly right, man. I make my own Berblanc at home. Seriously, <laughs> it's not hard. By the way, did you see my pour that I sent you from uh, yesterday yes. or two days ago? No, that was the Monday night pour. When the Phillies were losing 6-2, to two, and that was your British Open. Now, I call it the British. I'm sorry, Harry. I know you're going to call it the Open, and I know yes. it's been around longer than the U.S. Open, but I don't want to conf- – I've always called it the British Open. Now, suddenly in the last 10 years, it's like we're man- – it's like the Masters. They're telling us what to call patrons, what to call the, the, the back nine, the front nine. Why yep. do we have to call it the Open? <laughs> yeah, it's like Burma changing their name. 
You know, we, we, we grew up knowing it as Burma. You'll be known as Burma because it is the open. It's the first one. I know. I understand. Uh, the open. I know it is. Harry, yeah. I was trying to explain this to him yesterday. I get it. They know they invented the game. I know they've been playing since 1800 on stupid courses that are wind whipped and always on the coast and always cold and they're wearing overcoats. I get mm-hmm. it. That's not the way, Harry. You don't like to play that kind of golf, do you, Harry? Well, I've never had the opportunity to play it. I'd, I'd like to do it. And we also know why there are 18 holes of golf based upon a Scottish tradition. Do you know that, right, Harry? Why there's so What 18? is that? Because Does that tradition involve alcohol. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, is how lo- that is how many holes you can play before the bottle is empty of Irish whiskey. I did not know that. It's yes. just 18 that shots right? in a bottle yes. of bottle. 18 shots. What kind of pours? That's not a Harry Mays pour. <laughs> no, no. There, there's no 18 <laughs> shots in a Harry no, Mays bottle. No, not at all. <laughs> and that, I can tell you that, that's the legend. That's not a foursome. That, that might be a two yeah, at that point, right? Yeah. No foursome is taking 18 holes to whack a bottle of anything. No, exactly. We're, we're talking Scots and Irish. There's only one person right. playing. That's what one person. Everybody has their own bottle. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> and also, let's be fair, you're walking the course back then, too. Oh, right. So maybe it does. No, even more reason it would take. If I'm walking the course, and I know. And the goats, too, out there. Even and the head, and you have a head. dress on. And you have a skirt on, which is even harder. True. Yeah, and it's forty degrees with a chill. No thank you. I'm gonna I'm going by the uh, the state store today to get a bottle of old Bushmills. Oh yeah, you know to to get me through since they're in Northern Ireland. They're right near the, where they make uh, old Bushmills. That is great, Bushmills, Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland coast knowledge right there, Harry. Yes. You know but they haven't played that. they haven't played this course in the British Open since 1951, 68 51. years ago. 68 yeah, years, man. Where were you then, huh? Uh, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't even a thought. Uh, I wasn't in my either. Dad or mom's mind. Sixty-eight I, years ago. Yeah. I wasn't either. I was a thought, but I wasn't uh, conceived yet at that point. <laughs> By the way, then why do we call the U.S. Open Tennis Championship the U.S. Open? Didn't we invent tennis? No, we didn't invent I tennis know, either. We? I thought that money from who the hell cares about tennis anyway? Yeah, yeah. we're not into that racket here, huh? Jesus. Not tennis into that. One, we were talking about this last week. Tennis is the one sport where when you watch somebody over the weekend play, nobody sits there on social media and bitches about what America can do to get people more in tune with tennis. Right. They've given up. Soccer. Right. Soccer. Like you don't have to even golf. You kind of have that. You know, what can they do to appeal to the young viewer? Tennis, everybody knows, it's an uphill battle, not worth fighting. No, I mean, but the interesting thing is Wimbledon, as you guys saw it, you get all these celebrities going. You see, uh, what's his name from The Tonight Show? Woody He's Harrelson. Yeah, well, Woody Harrelson was wasted. I mean, that was the best part. And then the guy got hit in the nuts and the doubles, and they, the, the cameraman, the, the director immediately goes to Woody Harrelson for his reaction. Did you see that shot? And then he has a drink, Harry. You would appreciate this. So he goes to the bar, gets a drink, and then they wouldn't let him back to his seat because obviously the play was still going on. And it's like when you go to a concert, you know, a really, really quiet room concert. You don't let people come back in until... Uh, you know, until, until the, the until, song is over. Right, or until the, well, the action stops, or until a timeout when you go to a and, game, and right? Much, he must have been blacked out. Oh, he, he basically was. Oh, yeah. You could see it. And Jimmy, so and Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon was absolutely wasted at Wimbledon, too. So that's the place to go if you're a really rich muckety-muck. You go there, and you get completely besotted and watch mm-hmm. tennis in London on the 4th of July, uh, the week after the 4th of July. For and the wear, wear your white clothes and all that stuff. Exactly right. I don't think I'd want to be around Jimmy Fallon when he's drunk. No, me either. I go back. Woody with, Harrelson, yeah. Oh, yeah, Woody Harrelson, absolutely. I go back to with Simona Howell.
scallop when she had the double D boobs. What happened to him? She, got, she, got she had a reduction? reduction. Yeah, I did not. That's, that game. is great, Simona Halep knowledge. That's why she's winning now. She as a, who was it? The great golf announcer that got run off TV for mentioning women can't. Oh, oh it's a golf. Wright. Yeah, ben no, it was Wright. golf that women can't. Ben Wright. Ben Wright, you're absolutely right. Yeah. At CBS, right? And yeah. he made a comment on the air that women can't hit the ball like men do because their boobs get in the way. And they, they actually fired. ran him out of television. And they were talking like 25 years ago. We're not talking about like last week. <laughs> Well, you sure he wasn't talking about Fuzzy Zeller? That guy was awesome. <laughs> Not Winky Wright, of course. No, no. As, as you know, by the way, speaking of Winky Wright, do you know who yeah. he's mentoring right now? The guy who was fighting Pacquiao from Clearwater. Oh, Keith Thurman. Keith One-Time Thurman. Keith One-Time Thurman. His mentor is Winky Wright, who pulled off one of the great boxing upsets. And we had our great... Boxing and analyst who's no longer with us, the great Carlos Carlos from San Francisco would call oh, in, and he touted Winky Wright when everybody was laughing at him, and he said, "Tony, Winky Wright is going to go out there and win this fight," and he did. That's true. I remember that guy from your Into the Night show. That guy was a great guest. And he was a he was a fan, and then I, he was so good at boxing, we actually got him credentials to go to Vegas and cover fights for our show. Oh man, that's. Exactly right. That's what we do here, huh? That's what we do. All right, now we're going to continue through the break yeah. on Twitch. Yes. So you can still watch and interact with us on Twitch. You'll hear Tony in the background. And we can go blue. We can do the blue show, the blue segment. Say whatever the hell you want. Now, I don't know if you saw this. This will be a tease for what we can talk about in the break. Did you see this New Jersey-based pizza chain, Villa Italian Kitchen? Yes, yes. Absolute okay. outrage. We need to stage a protest, and we'll get to that. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. If you're listening or watching on Twitch, Maze and Aton, Tony's channel as well, Bruno Nation Live, then you'll stick around and get to see more of this. If not, we'll be back with Mike Kill. You're listening to the Maze and Aton Show, presented by Dry Guys of South Jersey. Uh, they needed those dry. They needed those dry guys. We're on Twitch right now. They needed those dry guys of South Jersey at the ballpark in the ninth inning last night. All of a sudden, I'm watching a game and it starts raining. And I said, "I got electrical tools out of my backyard." That's the only reason I knew it was raining because the Phillies games. They started raining, and I ran outside. I had to bring my shop back in and other things. That was crazy. That rain came out of nowhere last night. Yeah, I had no idea about it either. Yeah, and I'm watching a baseball game and it hadn't hit there yet. And I'm like, man, this kid's game's going to be shut down. Yep. And then, of course, right before, I guess, the ninth inning started, it hit. It had field covered in no time. Every, you know, most... What is going on with your guys' connection, As man? we used to say, what is going on back there, Harry, with the phone connection today? It is an is absolute... It really app- yeah. I have no idea. It's like you got a bad I, cell phone, and you're mobilizing on a bad cell phone, and you're under we're a... We're not on a cell phone. I know, no, but that's what it sounds like. And you know? we're, we're on a landline, so there's no issue there on our end. It's, it's, it's sporadic, but we're, we can still hear you. Yeah. But we got to get Maybe back to the... cumulus cloud hanging over you oh. right now. Oh! Hey, wait a minute. I have to ask something, because I just saw eight, Harry lean over with a very confused look on his face, pointing to his phone. Aton going, no, just do this. Just Harry, are you having the same issue that Tony has that you just can't figure out how to get, like, see stuff on your equipment? No, no. My, my equipment is fine. <laughs> Everything works. I've got, like, and mission control here at NASA. I could control, if there were a space launch today, I could guide them to the moon or Mars. That's how much stuff I have around me here. 
No, I was showing him a text Three from a buddy guys. of mine. Oh. That was, uh, you know, it was... Yeah, it had nothing to do with uh, my equipment. Okay, now okay. just so that everybody knows, and, and I don't know if you have our channel up, but I have you guys up on Tony's page so that we So have people can watch you and they can watch me. We don't have the woman who's, uh, who's a, the, uh, the musician that we have on cover. Lux Magic. Well, I could pull yeah. her up again if you wanted to. Did you, guys see, did you guys get a good look at her? Yeah, oh yeah, she's okay. hot. Now we're on your page. We're just waiting for. We have to refresh it every now and again. So we're waiting for the uh, Prime Video ad to run. But yeah, man, we're we're watching everything, Tony. Miss Robin, we're, we're on this. this I, I told Tony last night. This is awesome. How you have it set up is like a real television production, as opposed to us, where you know the only thing that's great for our production is when the dog comes in the shot. Where is the dog? We have our cats in the shot all the time. Why don't you put your dog in the shot, no, man? Well, the dog's nice looking it. out the window right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, I he's perched yeah. up. Because I live right there. there. You know, you can see us. See, Miss Robin has put us up there in right. the bottom left. So uh, I live, the studio is right on top of the dog park in Bonchon. So oh, beautiful. The dog just sits there perched up and stares out the window trying to see, you know, look at prey. Now, I just got a text from the, from the Lima. The Lima's listening in. Is she on Twitch? Time she listens. If she's not on Twitch, but she said, "Do you have an extra putter in the garage?" And then I told her that I have this one. She goes, "Can I take it? I just ordered a putting mat for my office. How great is that?" That's great. But so you're wow. wait a minute. Your wife's going to go out and putting today while you're slaving over a hot microphone. No, in the, she has a in putting her mat. In oh, her so office. she's got the she's got it in the office. Yes, that's a, yeah. She is really the perfect woman, isn't she? That's a great job yeah. by you. Well, for yeah, Harry. <laughs> now, I need to ask you to this question here because I'm in a little bit of a predicament where my dog is used to me taking him out at 2 o'clock, but this week I'm stuck around and doing this extra hour on this Delaware station in Milford. So Harry could be the good Samaritan. I offered to pay him no. to walk my dog, and he wants none of it. Wait a minute. You, you said there was a dog park right beneath you, so why don't you just bring it down there, let it loose, let it get... Well, I don't have time. I, I have enough time to disconnect and then connect. He's got another stupid and show Harry, to do. And oh. you won't go seconds. just like for 30 seconds and walk the dog and then come no, back? No, walk this dog for 30 no. seconds. Oh, Harry. Come on, no, Harry. No, this is a 15-minute commitment. I hate to do it to you, Harry. I got to give you one of those, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> What happens if the dog? Yep. What happens? You could take a vodka crayon and walk down there with all the the, the, the housewives Ten in the seconds. middle of the afternoon. Or, or stateside or something. All right, Eight we'll chat with you next week. Thanks, Tony. All right, boys. There they are, ladies Ow. and gentlemen. Harry Mays, Aton Shander, live every day, and we cross streams every Wednesday. They're on ninety-seven three FM. You can get them on the app. They're on Twitch too, and that's why we do it. How do you not have a dog walk? My daughter's doing some dog walking work right now, right, Robin? She is. She uh, she just signed up for Rover. Rover. It's a it's an app for both owners and uh, ba- like dog sitters, dog walkers, cat sitters, cat walkers, any animal really. And um, she signed up on there. She's fantastic with animals. And um, so if you if you need somebody, her name is Deanna. She's up in the uh, what in, area? In would the you call uh, Lower Gwinnett area in Montgomery County. You know, in the uh, well-to-do area, not in a basement in South Philadelphia. Yeah. But that's huge. We have people in our neighborhood. You see this one guy, he walks with like four big dogs yeah. holding them, and he walks them around yeah, during the no, day. Yeah, no, it's an awesome. That's a big business right now. Actually, we should have suggested that to Aton that he should have, he, he should uh, contact Rover. Rover, yeah. 
But he says he normally isn't doing the right. show after but two. You can, He's only do it, you can only do it for once or twice if you need it. In an emergency, you just contact somebody at Rover and say, hey. Speaking of walking, Robin, this is, I don't walk, though. I love walking animals. I love running with animals. I like running with scissors. But there's only one thing you have to walk. Why isn't it playing there, Robin? I don't know. Oh, did they start it? No. Here we go. Why is it not playing right now? Uh, let me find out. There it is. It should be now. No, hold on a second. Oh, I know why. Because it's, this didn't come up. No, there we I go. Know. Now it's running. Hold on. I know why. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, go ahead. Bring it up, please. It's up. It started and then it stopped. I know. I don't know why. Let's what the hell is going on with Spotify? Honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> don't push anything for a second. I'm going to fix it. Damn it. There we go. Boom, I know Swedish Chef requested this. You know what song this is, Robin? Not walk the uh, the English sheepdog. You walk the dinosaur, yo. Remember that song, Robin? Was not was was the name of this group. And people, I don't, I don't actually. Yes, you do. What do you hear? They start singing right now. Thank you, Swedish Chef. Another great musical mind thinking alike. You remember this song, Robin? Wait again. I walked the dinosaur. I guess I vaguely, vaguely, vaguely remember it. Everybody now. Open the door. Open the door. Get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. Oh, Open this the part door. I remember. Get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. Boo, boo, shaka laka laka boo. I know they do it now. We're coming up. They do it four times and then they go back to the. I have an archaeology degree. No, I just watch a lot of uh, archaeological archaeological shows. We'll be doing a dig. We'll be doing a dig in South Philadelphia next weekend. It's a pothole. I'm gonna dig it up and then throw some shit in it so we can fill it up. Was not was. Or as Charlie Manuel once said, "What it is is what it is. What it is is what it is." Are you ready right now, Robin? Yes. Open the door. Get on the floor. Everybody do the dinosaur. Walk that damn dinosaur. Archaeology, oceanography, cryptocurrency, any kind of that thing that names an OGY, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm an OG. You're Why? An OG. <laughs> ah. Look how clever you are. And don't forget the most important thing that ends in G-H-Y, pornography, oceanography, archaeology, meteorology, and pornography. Those are the four basic uh, things that you need to know. You know what I'm saying, Mom? I'm looking confused at you. <laughs> we got a lot of great updates today. Speaking yes, of the flyers, I mentioned the flyers. With Harry earlier. Puffy7107 is now following. Thank you very much. Oh, beautiful. Tell your friends to follow, follow, follow. Now, I gave you the, uh, the baseball stuff. Last night, after the game, you know what I tuned into? The final table, Robin, at the World Series of Poker. Did you see me watching that? I heard. It was the final you. table. While I was down here working very, very hard on uh, emails and, and putting up the mm-hmm. new Bruno Nation 
one sheet, which includes... Oh, it's our, a one sheet? Yes. No we sheet. Have a, we have a one sheet that if anybody would like me to send it to them, please email me, Austin at gmail.com, so that you can give it to anybody that you know that works in advertising or has clients that are in the bar, restaurant, liquor, branding business. Liquor? Um, but it's our idea of being able to go yeah. live from... Any location worldwide. All in the world. We could be at the top of Kilimanjaro. We could be at Nepal. But it will be. I can almost guarantee you it will be the only uh, interactive radio TV show coming to you from your local oh. sports bar, restaurant. That is awesome. Man. Whatever. We're just taking it to the next level each and every day. <clears throat> You're going to unsheath the one sheet, says the Swedish chef? Say that fast five times. But I can send it to you. So One sheet. Know. I like to give it two sheets myself. That's why when I buy toilet paper, you never buy the one ply, single ply. Yeah, no. Do not like buy the single ply. I know it's cheaper, but you know what single ply means, right? It means you better put a glove on, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not fond of that one. So let me give you the World Series. So the World Series of Poker, final table. The two guys out there. First of all, there were it was the three hundred and first hand that was the winner, and the two guys who were the last two standing, Hossein Ensan and Dave and uh, Dario Sammartino, or is it David Sammartino? I can't even understand my scribbling. I think it's Dario Sammartino. I think the Sixers drafted him in the first round a couple of years ago when he went back to Italy. So anyway, they're at the final table, and you know how it was won, Robin. $10 million, by the way. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a nice That's shot. a huge, because they put the money on the table. They actually put the $10 million in cash on the table when it's down to the last two guys uh-huh. or two people. It could be a woman, it could be a man. And they, uh, so the $10 million's there. And it came down to the final. And you know what won for the first time ever, if you're a poker fan? Pocket Kings. So the guy, Ensign, won $10 million with Pocket Kings showing. First time that's ever happened. How about that? Wow. That was awesome. That was fun to watch. Is that uh, Bruno Sammartino's son? I don't think so. But I don't know. Maybe it could be. He wasn't a big guy. And what the best part is when you're watching this, these guys are up like $129 million and you think it's dollars and it's chips. So they make it look even more exciting because they, they have all these stacks of chips. And this guy, Ensign, at one point, had 239 million chips to bet. Wow. Now, they're not his chips. And then at the end, you win $10 million, which is a pretty big deal. And then after taxes, what's he going to take home? Six million, maybe? Five and a half? Dean says five and a half after taxes. Bad shove with four cards to the flush. Inevitable ending. Hey, you know what? Pocket Kings means you got a pair of kings showing. Nobody's ever won the final <clears throat> hand at the World Series of Poker, with, as they call them, Pocket Kings. I played Pocket Pool the other night. Is that the same thing? Not quite. Do you need some water or something, Tony? Yeah, I need a tissue here. <clears throat> I'm getting all emotional today, Robin. After watching that woman, Lux Magic. It's a great name, too. I may use that as my Tinder handle. Because it, it's one of those... Unisex names. Lux Magic doesn't necessarily say. Sounds like a buffet. Isn't there that Lux Buffet? There is. There is. Yeah, the L-U-X-E, though. But I don't think it's called Lux Buffet. It's called Lux... 
It's a buffet, though. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not a buffet. It's like a... Well, there is a Lux buffet in... In Cherry Hill. They're all over. They're no. in Vegas. They're in... In, in no. Vegas, it's a buffet. But it's L-U-X-E. There's one in the Cherry Hill Mall there when you drive up. L-U-X-E. It's a chain. Grand Lux Cafe. <clears throat> That's what it's called, too. The really upscale ones. That's the one I'm your, thinking of. The Grand Lux. L-U-X-E. Lux Magic says Martin zero uh, seven one three sounds like a horse I bet on at Santa Anita. Unfortunately, it died. I mean, that's the problem up there. <clears throat> anyway, so the updates today. <clears throat> we gave you the World Series of Poker. You know what else was on last night, and I didn't even know this existed because you know I like to look dabble with all sports, and there's poker on all the time. But do you know there was team poker challenges? Do you know there's a Philadelphia team and they played Dallas last night? In the team poker? And here's the best part. You want to talk about stereotyping a city. Do you know what the name of the Philadelphia bowling team in this PBA bowling league featuring cities against cities? What is it? The Philadelphia Hitmen. What? The Philly Hitmen. I hate to do it to these sons of bitches, but hey. <clears throat> oh, come on. You know what I say about those people? <clears throat> Bafangul, huh? That's all right. I, 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 did you know about this? No. <clears throat> and it's not a new thing. You know, Don Weber's got a team. He's one of the all-time greats. So it's his team bowling last night on Fox Sports 1. That shows you what a degenerate. I'm not a gambler from this stuff. I'm just looking around to see what's on. <clears throat> well, they got just... swimming and diving going on. But that was at the Phillies game last night. So that's just, uh, <laughs> that was different. <laughs> well, we saw Richard Seymour was there at the World Series of Poker, playing early. But he, he did not get to the main table. You know who gets to the main table, right? Who gets to the main table, Tony? What's her face? Marianne Esposito, and of course, the other great Italian woman who's a chef and has a great place in New York called Italy. Oh, yes, yes. Tutti a tavola a mangiare. Exactly right. Lydia. Lydia Bastianich. The Pittsburgh Pocket Kings, is that what they're called? <clears throat> the Philly Hitmen. Could there be a more? And there's a picture of like a mafioso guy on the front, on their shirts. Why didn't they just put the Rocky statue on their shirts? Way to <clears throat> keep the stereotype going, people. Philadelphia Hitmen. I got to give them another one. I'm sorry, guys. I know you're great bowlers. And the worst part is they lost to the Dallas team. Is that an omen for the upcoming NFL season? That the Philadelphia Hitmen... Lost to the Dallas, whatever the hell they were called? It's ridiculous, Robin. And more importantly... It's an outrage. It is. But we got some... I got a Sicilian mob boss story today I'm going to get to. Okay. And this will make my buddy Joe Corrado and Luigi and all of these other stunads, real Italian guys who glamorize mob and criminal behavior... And I'm sure they're already working on a movie for this big thing. In fact, let me do it right now since I'm in a mob motif here. You know I despise any kind of organized crime schifosos. I despise glamorizing thugs and murderers. But they've been glamorized. All these mafia movies, the Godfather movies, they're all glamorizing really bad people. And what happens? You know, the, the U.S. mob has pretty much been wiped out. They're all a bunch of young punks like skinny Joey Merlino. These guys are just amateurs and bums. But you know where the mob really still is, Robin? Where? Sadly, 
It's in my place of origin, where my mother was born, where I, I have know. most I mean, of we, my relatives. We've had, we've had family member, your family members tell us about how they still exist. I was, when I was there the last time in Palermo, you drive around and there's signs that say, no mafia. The people hate the mafia. Yeah. It's not the stupid American greaseballs who think that the mafia is cool because they blow people away and they did in real life. They think that stuff's cool. Well, no, they think it's cool because movies have been made about that. I know, but my point is they're movies about bad people, not good people. Yeah. Okay? They're not good. See, this is what I don't understand. Just like any other gang, whether it's MS-13, whether it's gangsters who are selling drugs on the street, any kind of gang behavior where people are killing one another to make a living, to me, I denounce that and I hate it. So that's why I've never been in favor of any Godfather movies. There have been movies about mass murderers that... Do people glamorize mass murderers and think that they're cool? Yeah, look at the guy, the Boston Boston, uh, bomber. They had him on the cover of Rolling Stone. Remember that? The Sarnia brother, the one guy that that, that survived. people on mass are not trying to emulate him. Why would you put him on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine? The guy tried to slaughter, and he did. Innocent people during the Boston Marathon. He's a hero. Charles Manson, who finally dropped dead in prison, who should have been killed 40 years ago, glamorized as some sort of hero. And now these mafioso bastards, these dirty, rotten greaseballs, who do nothing but terrorize and murder people. 200 in the middle of the night while you were sleeping. American and Italian police rounded up. A whole bunch of these grease balls. I have it on on the screen right now. You can see them being a couple. And of many being. of these guys have connections to the Gambino crime family I know. in Actually, Philly. Rosario Gambino, uh, you see right here wearing a. I love how they mentioned that he's wearing a Ralph Lauren. Oh, shirt. of course. <laughs> like, like, That's important. Yeah, well, what was yeah. he who wearing? Was, who was he wearing when he was coughed in Palermo this morning? <laughs> who was he wearing? God. Is that what this says? Because yes. there's a bunch it of says, pictures of all these grease balls. It says getting uh, suspect Rosario Gambino wearing shades and a Ralph Lauren shirt. What kind of shades were? They? I want to make sure that Luigi will approve of the shades. Oh my I want God. to make sure they were fashionable enough for all of these stunads who glamorize grease ball mafioso bastards, sons of bitches. Human scum. Yes, two of those arrested were Francesco and Tommaso Inzerillo. I um, had some of that the other night. It was pretty good. They had it as an appetizer. Yeah, they put- yeah. <laughs> Tastes really good with a little uh, marinara sauce. They are the brothers and cousin, respectively, of Salvatore Tortuccio Inzerillo, a Don who was murdered in the vi- in the vicious war in the 1980s. I can't see the shoes. Were they wearing Air Jordans? Or were they wearing the Betsy Ross shoes that were that were sold? In Italy and Sicily, only to mafioso who had access to the kind of secret stashes. Did they have acid wash jeans on, people are asking, Robin? What were they wearing? Well, uh, the FBI are wearing very stylish uh, uh, gunproof vests, bulletproof vests. And they got polizia on the front. And then there's FBI, too. FBI, baby. FBI, is this American FBI? Yes, this is American FBI. This is a joint. The uh, FBI, by the way, is the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which is our FBI. There's no FBI in Sicily. They have the, uh, as you know, what the police are called there, right, Robin? What do they say on the police cars? Uh, uh, Polizia. No, the Carabinieri. Oh, Carabinieri. What's the matter with you? Did they have high-top Reebok flip-flops? It's a good question right there. 
Did they have the ankle high socks? Like a, these are younger. These aren't all. Well, there's some old dudes. Well, and the old guys wear the black socks all the way up to the uh, almost to the kneecap, and then sandals with those. Have you seen the, that look? Uh, the Thomas Gambino is not very stylish at all. He's wearing a really crappy not childish Gambino, of no, course. No, no, no. He's wearing a crappy uh, regular T-shirt, <laughs> but it is a Lacoste. Well, of course. I recognize the little <laughs> <A> Lacoste. <laughs> I guess he wasn't wearing. No. Well, he wasn't wearing Fubu. I'm wearing. I, I recognize the, uh, the the Gator logo, but but uh, Thomas Gambino's a little on the heavy side. He's he's a little he's a, he, he's not very stylish. He's I a gotta fat say. pig grease ball. That's yes. what he is. He's a crumb bum. He's a lush. I can look at him and see that he's a lush, and he's a murderer. He's a no yes. good bum. <laughs> Is this one of the ice raids that we were talking about that didn't happen over the weekend? Oh, I did not know this. So, Salvatore Gambino, who was the mayor, he was the mayor of the Sicilian town of Toretta. Toretta, not Gino Toretta, of course. And you know that one of the, you know where the town you know where the town in uh, in Sicily is that they based all these mo- on the fictional character what in the it? Godfather Corleone. Corleone. Corleone is a town in Sicily, ah. and it was so when they came up with the Don Corleone right. in the Godfather movie. It was named after Corleone, Sicily. Actually, Sal- that's bad knowledge on your part, Salvatore Robin. Salvatore Toto Rina, which was who was head of the Corleonesi family. Um, he launched a bloodbath on the Mediterranean island in the 1980s, forcing the Enzerillo family to flee as he took over. So yes, the uh, the Sicilians do not care for these men. No, the people in Sicily hate the mafia. Yeah, because everybody who's from Sicily, my mother's family. You know, they go, oh, you're mafia. They say it to me. Oh, you, you're mafioso, huh? Your family's from Palermo. No, not a, people in Palermo hate the mafia. Yes. Most of them, unless they're in the mafia. And they got all those suckers lined up today. But, but you know, every now and then, I kind of, yeah, it would be kind of handy to know somebody. No. I, I, knew, I actually worked <laughs> with some guys who were in the mob, Robin, when I was a kid. One of them is in jail. He became the head of the local mob. So I am fully aware of what these scumbags do. And anybody who glamorizes them, bring up the music. I could play a little Childish Gambino for you. No relation to the... That's, that was great knowledge, again, that nobody picked up on. My Childish Gambino knowledge, Robin. Tony, the, the- how do I not get enough... How do I not get the kind of accolades and respect that I've earned and deserved? Here we go. Here's Childish. That's not it. Why is it not playing? What is wrong with Spotify today, Robin? Here we go, little childish Gambino. See? It keeps going back to another song that I did not play. I have no idea, Tony Bruno. Let me just say right now, Spotify, you suck. You suck, Spotify. Is this what you want? I hope it plays. That's what I played. Yeah, here we go. little childish Gambino now. This is not really like mobster type music, but because he's not a mobster. He's not even really a Gambino. Thank you very much. You could have been anywhere else in the world today, but you're here with me. I make sure I look out the window that nobody comes by with a sawed off. Robin, you're not a big uh, childish Gambino fan? Not really. 
So anyway, there's your mob up There's your greaseball sons of bitches. They're bad, bad people. They're not even good people on both sides. They're bad people on all sides. So you go watch your mob movies. You go get all excited about The Sopranos and all the uh, others' glorification of scumbags. And I've been consistent on this for decades. This isn't some new woke approach that I'm taking. Absolutely. As an Italian-American, his mother was born in Palermo, Sicily, and I have living relatives in Sicily, more relatives living there than I do here. It offends me that people glorify the mob. And I'm glad that the Italian police and the FBI went over there and rounded all these bastards up today. And I say to all of them, Bafangula. Yes. Yeah, they broke their cherries. These bums should be... You know where they should be taking these people? Where? To the same slammer that they're taking a man who was sentenced today. El Chapo was sentenced today to spend the rest of his life in jail. You know who he is. Guzman. Yes, yes. And he has... And guess what? In addition to having to spend the rest, he had a life sentence plus 30 years. I love the sentencing today. Hey, El Chapo, you're going to jail for life, plus we're going to tack on another 30 years for good measure. I never understood that until I talked to a lawyer who said that, that the only reason they do that because is Because of the possibility of parole. parole. Right. Right. He's not going to get out. Although, you watch in this country. This guy will become a hero now. Yeah. And here's the best part of this story. He has $14 billion that now have been confiscated by the U.S. government. What's going to happen with that money? Just throw, just throw, just throw me a million right here. That's can't, fourteen billion. Can't you mean they put the government? That a because I'm anti-criminals. Can't the government see what I stand for and just throw me, not a billion? How about a hundred thousand dollars? Is that asking too much of a man who has fourteen billion dollars of dirty blood money? who broke out of prison. You watch. When they find out what prison this guy's going into, uh-huh. there'll be people outside. Protesting. Uh, no, no. Asking that he be released. Oh, I know. There'll be, he'll be a hero to a lot of people in this country. El Chapo will be a hero. By the way, I need some uh, drug experts here. $14 billion worth of cocaine. I mean, they have cash, $14 billion. Right, right, right. How much cocaine can you buy? With $14 billion, <laughs> if you were, like, say, on the streets tonight in Philadelphia, dodging bullets in the nightly gang carnage in you our see, city. See, now, Rock Blue 20 says, 22 says he got locked up, but his nephew took over, and they so they didn't get all of his money. That's all right. They got $14 billion. They could build two walls with that money. <laughs> Can we just get- Keep going after the rest of the family until all the money is gone. And El Chapo, you know, he's going to... Now, I don't think he's going to be in solitary confinement. Obviously, this guy needs to go to a, to a supermax prison, yeah. which we don't really have anymore. Actually, then, there's one, there's a couple of new ones, newer ones. But remember, this guy broke out of prison. You don't think there's going to be efforts to try to break him out of a prison now? Well, which prison did he break out of? The ones in Mexico, obviously, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he had friends helping him. I don't think it'll be quite as easy here. You never know. Guys got out of Alcatraz routinely. But anybody who defends El Chapo really doesn't belong in this country. I tell them to go back where they come from, but they they came from stupidity. That's where they came from. Anyway, enough of that stuff. Shall we do an update before Jason arrives? Yes, we should. Because Jason Thompson is going to be here in a few moments. 
He's a, ch- a childish Gambino fan. And actually, um, Carlos is coming with him. His friend who is... I uh, know Carlos. Yes. We know him. His name is... Uh, what's his last name? Not Childish Gambino. No, he's not coming today. But guess what's going to happen also later in an hour from now on the show? About an hour and 15 minutes from now. We will have live accordion music in the wide side. This will be the first time we had live instruments other than my air playing. When our other shows into the night, we used to bring in you know, Glenn Campbell, and we brought in, uh, you name it. We've had people singing in the studio, including Into the Night live. Benny Mardonis. By Benny Mardonis in studio singing Into the Night. That was but awesome. But this is a first, a first in Philadelphia. We have now bef- an or- one of the all-time, yes. one of the greatest accordion players in this country. And I believe he might be bringing one of his young... Uh, Impresarios, oh. who is a young accordion player. Now, before people start commenting about making bad jokes about uh, accordion players, this is not your. These aren't just these aren't the music, but what squeeze boxes? Yeah, I mean, you can. There is some amazingly beautiful music that can be played on the accordion, and um, I. I think that this is fantastic. First of all, he is a master sergeant. This is Frank Busso Jr. He is a U.S. Air Force four-generation accordion uh, players. His father, his grandfather, and him, and he plays for the United States Air Force Band. band. Exactly right. And they are pretty darn awesome. So it, it'll sound a little like this, maybe. A lot of these guys are Italian, and you know, it's not just Italians that play the accordion. It's a little accordion there. I don't think Myron Florence with us anymore, but he would come in here if he were. And these accordion guys are all going to be out in King of Prussia this weekend. Yes. There's going to be like shows. It's going. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. There's a huge, huge thing going on up there. So we'll talk more when they get in studio. So, and the and the reason why I preface, you know, don't don't have preconceived notions about the accordion because I don't want to scare people off until you give it a chance. Now, do we have the studio set up like the uh, ELO concert the other night? Everything's ready. We have the. Can we can we put a mic on the accordion so that it really? I don't think we'll need it. I don't think. Hey, Tony, I don't think we need a mic on the accordion. No. Are you kidding? Well, first of all, we have. You know, we have all the we have all the great equipment, yes. and most importantly, you know what we have on the show. We have the meat. Exactly. Polka music is always so. The Mummers, yeah. the, the Mummers parades, they oh, have accordions in them. But they, you can play classical music. I mean, like all sorts of stuff with the accordion. Exactly. And look at Weird Al Yankovic. I mean, he was playing the accordion on almost every single exactly song that he, he did. Right. Um, He's so, going to join us. That's at three yeah. thirty, scheduled to appear, and of course. Our buddy Jason Thompson should be here any minute. Now, he's never been to the house. We used to go to his yeah. house, right? He, we basically lived right across from well, one another. Well, you know another. who went even more than we did? Our cats, Our Lily. Cat. Yeah, Lily. Lily. This was, uh, Lily used to, um, one of the things that she would love to do is run out in the hallway. And because there was nowhere that she could actually go to, we were never really worried about it. Yeah, it was all it. apartments that are right. closed. It's so, a real block-long hallway. Sometimes we noticed it. Sometimes we didn't. This one time, we did not realize that she'd gotten out in the hallway when we were coming back into our apartment, and um, we get this knock on the door. This, I think, was the first time we met him. We get this knock on the door from uh, Jason. We open the door, and he's like, um, 
do you guys have a cat? <laughs> and Lily would walk in. Anybody who had a yep. door open, he would walk. Would they have w- dogs in there. She would walk into walk anybody's right in. apartment so, if the door was open. So she went into Jason's apartment and proceeded to uh, walk around like she owned the place. And Jason, <laughs> he didn't realize his door was open. And he's like, there's a cat in my apartment. <laughs> And she's friendly. She didn't do anything, but she did not want to leave. She was exploring, and she was having a grand old time. You know, I mean, you th- you just think of any genre of music. You know, our buddy on on there, Bar- Bartko Twenty Four, says, "No shit, I'm a sucker for accordion music. A lot of Mexican music has accordions in it. Of course, accordion music is awesome. People think of it as, you know, polkas and old white guys." No, it's a it's an instrument that's played everywhere. I'm watching how it's made at one o'clock this morning on Science Channel. Mm-hmm. You know that show? Yeah. And they had a guy who was taking apart and rebuilding hurdy gurdies. Hurdy gurdies built in the 1700s in France. And this is a, you know the the name hurdy gurdy. You're you're thinking that it's some kind of kid's toy. Uh, I can I'm gonna start like, to learn how to play air hurdy gurdy next and air accordion today. It is a much more complicated instrument than I ever remembered it being. Hurdy gurdy is a, it looks kind of like a guitar, but it has a winding, like you, you, you turn, you twist something on, and uh, then it has like a piano piece on it. Yeah, so it yeah, has a little keyboard. crank, and then there's strings that go across these, yeah. and then you push in the little things that go in. But when I think of hurdy gurdy, I only think of one man, one man alone, Robin. Donovan. Donovan did. Hurdy Gurdy Man. Remember this song back in the 60s? When the Hurdy Gurdy Man is singing songs of love. Then when the Hurdy Gurdy Man came singing songs of love. Here, that's a Hurdy Gurdy. Hear it? Nobody's busting out this kind of Hurdy Gurdy knowledge. Oh, hell no. Everybody's going to get educated today. What do you mean today? Every day. If you ever... You have to normally would pay for... You get extra college credits for listening to the show. (laughs) So, let me... I'm not going to play the audio on this, but here on your screen, you are seeing what a hurdy-gurdy looks like. Would you ever guess that that's what it was? No. So it looks kind of like a guitar with a... A grinding handle on one end, and then there's like keyboard keys. Yeah, on the side, there's like black keys and white keys. The player doesn't strum it at all. No, he's turning a crank. And he's playing keyboard. And then he pushes in the keys. Not the black keys or the white keys, but there's both on there. Who knew? So we're talking about accordions are are used in a lot of music. Hurdy gurdies are still used by some bands as well. This is great. Well, I know it's an awful song. Not Donovan McNabb, not Dan Donovan, the former boss jock at WFIL. Yeah, it's a horrible song. No, this it's is... not. This is like, this is like stoner music. This is great hurdy gurdy knowledge. Oh, you're absolutely right. You know, Donovan had some other big hits. The other hits, I think, were better than this. One. Well, of course, this was not as. This was still one of the big hits. But you know what his biggest hit was, right? What was that? Sunshine Superman. Remember that one? No. Let me look it up for you right now, Rob. Sunshine Superman. Everybody will know this song. This is from Donovan. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody I will know I guarantee you, you will know this song. Bring it up, Robin. 
This was a monster hit. Remember this? Donovan, Sunshine Superman. Back in what? 1967? Oh, yeah, 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 I do remember. Sunshine came softly ah. Window today. Yeah, I remember this one. This was in the free love era when I grew up in the 60s. You know what I'm saying? People got stoned. Not me, though. I never did dope. That was just a dope. No, it's better than fish. Fish sucks compared to Donovan. I love you going to be mine. Lantern. That's my favorite line in there. He says, Superman or Green Lantern ain't got nothing on me. wonder if Donovan's dead. Not Ray Donovan, of course. By the way, we have a homeless update and the best way to clear homeless people, or as some would call them bums, from your place of business, Robin. And by the way, speaking, that's a Florida story. We yes. may have a record number of Florida stories today. And they're all really, really good. I know. I normally, know they, they don't come in. Not Artie Donovan, of course, the former Baltimore uh, Oriole great. I want to hear the part where he says, Superman or Green Lantern ain't got nothing on me, Rob. Just a little bit more. Just a, just a taste for this. Let me get a little guitar. You know which which update I should do really, really quick regarding Florida? Because yesterday was World Snake Day. And we went to Australia. Yes. For the... Um, for Wait a minute. I got to hear the one part first. Oh. Wait a minute. It's coming up, Rob. It's coming up right now. Just relax. Here it comes right now. <sighs> Turn ain't got nothing on me. Bruno Storage Unit says... This sucks just as bad as Donovan McNabb in the NFC Championship games. Wow! <laughs> this is a great song, man. Oh, come on, Tony Bruno. All right, get it out of here. Get it, get Donovan out of here. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, you're, we... a, you're a crunchy granola person from Northern California. Yeah. And you're not tripping but, on Donovan music? Have, I bet your mom listened to Donovan but back in the day. We don't have time. We have way too much shit to get to today. And we don't have time to listen to the entire song. I know. I just wanted to hear that play. one part. I should have fast-forwarded to Superman or Green Lantern. Yes, it ain't got nothing have. on me. So yesterday, Jesus. we went down under for World Snake Day yes. to show the big, the, 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 where they were measuring the snakes. We did the anaconda and baby got back and the well, anaconda jokes and the anaconda yeah, songs. And you would have thought, thought, wow, you know, Australia, lots of different snakes, poisonous, non-poisonous. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's where they have the world's biggest snakes, longest snakes. No. No, guess where, guess Robert? Guess where? Here, right here. Down to Florida. <laughs> Welcome you to the Sunshine State. Yes, there's actual video of this too, yes. Robert. So you know how they have it. So all of the the Florida snakes that are not native are the ones that they're having. They're they're trying to catch. Yes, including uh, reticulating boa constrictors. Oh, I had, I had one of those. Reticulating constrictors, and Rick DeRitter is one of the people that goes out and catches them. Well, he caught 
a what they are now thinking is going to be a record-breaking reticulating boa constrictor. Do you have and to use reticulating in it? It sounds good, though. I mean, that's that's what it is. Not so, matriculating, though, because the snake keeps matriculating himself I'm right gonna, off the field. I'm going to let him talk. And you guys, so this is this is pretty impressive, and it's uh, they think that by next year it's going to top twenty feet. Dude, twenty feet. Reticulated python, the, the Python's longest. Python. And we're happy to tell people that Ginormica is probably the longest snake in Florida and one of the top five longest snakes in the world. But I've yet we've been searching, John. I've been searching, going around a few places. We haven't found a snake longer yet. And so, in the next couple years, I'm gonna we're gonna call Guinness. And I think we might have a record breaker in two years. Now that's a big snake, huh? That's oh. a big snake. <laughs> thick, too. Now this snake right here, being at 200 pounds, and obviously over 10 feet, is capable of killing and even sometimes eating some people in Asia. Um, this is the reason why I fell in love with reptiles. My Dad grew up in Ceylon and Sri Lanka in the jungles, mm -hmm. and he watched one of these snakes drop out of a tree on top of a deer and eat it. And I was Dude. like, man, that's crazy. Ginormica can put down a 40 to 50 pound animal. Um, we feed her 20 to 30 pound animals every two weeks. Oh, that's nice. What kind of animals? So, you know. <laughs> well, if it's 30 pounds, it's got to be a goat or a, or a pig, and then we know farmers that send them to us frozen. A snake this size, you would never want to teach them how to kill anything even though he tried to kill us this morning right but uh, we feed him frozen and then thawed animals that way um, kind of teaches it doesn't need to kill anymore now her head's about as big as my hand but when she eats it stretches like this and it's like a water balloon dude it is crazy so dude. what do you weigh john like it might be able to swallow you just about <laughs> how would you like to have one of those suckers just fall on top of you tony but these guys these guys it they have it on their property. No, no, no. They're, they're raising it. They, they didn't just find it, right? Yeah, they found it. But they, they found it when it was smaller. It, and they now found, they're making it grow by feeding it 50-pound well, animals. They're keeping it. I mean, they're, you know, they're an, animal lovers. And so they're only letting it out there to show everybody how long it is. Normally, like they brought it over in a cage, and normally it lives somewhere. I don't know. But it lives on their property. Yeah. It's not in the wild. Correct. I thought the guy was a little pompous when he, when he started the segment by saying... By saying what, Tony Bruno? About ginormica? Did you take this down again, Robin? Nope, it's all the way up, Tony Bruno. Never mind. <laughs> but he do, we do have this final comment from the gentleman, though. One of the neighbors next door said, I just, it's not, just not working for me today, Robin. I don't know what's going on, Tony Bruno. I don't know what's going on either. And it's really starting to uh, piss me off. Something happened to my soundboard again. Here we go. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. Damn right. Thank you. It wasn't worth the wait, but hey. You know, it's not the size of the snake, Bert, Gert and Gus says. It's the motion of the serpent or something like that. Dean says, maybe you should just shut this shit show down for the day and take a nap. Maybe I should fly down to Tampa right now and get a, 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 a board, a beautiful Danny Dow board. Uh-huh. A bag-o board. 
cornhole board. Cornhole board. A beautiful one. And just busted oh, would, right over his head in his own backyard. You can't do that to one of those pieces I'd of I'd pay art. for it, and then I would use it just, just to bust it over Dean's head. Just one time. That's all. Just once. Um... Oh, I had totally lost my train of thought. Now, did you get a call? Is Jason on his way? Because it's uh, coming up on. I'm uh, sure they're having. I'm sure they're having a hard time finding parking. Parking, of course. Oh, because it's South Philly. I got to call the Philly mayor. I'm sure they'll give him a police escort in here. Bastard. So that's one floor. We have a. We have some amazing stories still to get to before we get out of here I know. today. Should, while we're waiting, should we get to one of the other? Let's ones? get to another story right now. Is Jason? Okay. Arrives. Well, this is one of my favorite ones, uh, mm-hmm. and I think that wow, this is something out. that we should adhere to. We don't need to play the song again because we. I know. I'm just. Already, I'm trying to get this thing. We're rebooted. already in Florida. We haven't returned yet. Um, we're going to keep it in Florida. Bradenton, Florida. Oh, that's right near Dean. Yes, in Manatee County. No, it's actually not. But. Now, as you know. Panhandlers everywhere. We have them here. We have. We them. call them bums where I come from. Right, but there's a, but there's a, there's legitimate people who who are legitimately uh, in need and need help, whether it's for mental issues or whatever. And then there's people who this is their choice, right? So there there's been stories in the past where they followed people um, that said that they were panhandling and then they go back and, and they get into a nice car around nice the corner car, they yeah. go back to right. a nice house not everybody but there's no, some people but that there do are it. people who take advantage of of the whole thing well um, a man um, named um, Ryan Bray of Bray Remodeling in Bradenton Florida mm-hmm. um, had seen one of these panhandlers uh, homeless guys Almost every day in real... And, and said, he had you know, a sign, right? He had a sign out. I need help. World work. Do anything. Right. So he offered him a job for $15 an hour to do some yard work. Did he fight for 15 He was like, you know, $15 an hour. That seems fair. I'm going to offer him for help. And he, the, the guy rejected it. Turned him down. Even said, though the guy said he would work for food or work, no, work yep, for money yep. or work? He rejected. He rejected $15 an hour? $15 an hour. He said, nope, it depends that's okay. now. It depends on what you're doing for $15 an hour. He you're was, asking a guy to dig a ditch in your backyard. That's hard work. I'd give him more than 15 It was just doing simple yard work. It wasn't okay. digging ditches, but it was like, you know, raking mowing up, the grass. Mowing the grass and, don't they have the tackle app for that? Or Home Advisor. HomeAdvisor.com. So Tackle, I love that, the, the commercial, the songs for that, by the way. Um, but he, the, the guy turned it down. And this made this man, Ryan Bryce, so angry that he returned. Did he kick his ass? With his own sign. So here's the guy with a sign, need help, will work. Right. And the sign that he returned with, and he's standing right next to the panhandler, which I don't blame him. I would be pissed too. He says... I offered him $15 an hour to do yard work for, um, hold on a second, I can't read, for, for me, and he refused. If we as a community stop paying them, they will leave our neighborhood. Now, what do you think of this, Tony? Read, this, read the guy's reply sign to the guy who wouldn't take $15 an hour even though he had a sign that says, we'll work. So the guy that owns the remodeling right. that offered him the job then went and stood next to him because here's, here's right, the guy. I see the right, signs, but I can't read them because says, they're far away from I him. offered him $15 an hour to do yard work for me, and he refused. If we as a community stop, uh, 
See, if you read the sign properly, then I would understand what it said. Because I actually, I need to go. Because I can't, I didn't see the story okay. earlier. I just need to get a little bit closer and I couldn't do that. I'm make it bigger, my, Robin. If How we, many times do I have to tell you? Make, make it, it bigger. bigger. <laughs> if we as a community stop paying them, they will leave our neighborhood. That's see, that's, what it says. you got to make the sign short and simple. You can't write the, uh, the preamble to the Constitution on a sign when people Agreed. are driving by. It's, it's like a billboard. You can't here. put too much stuff see, on a billboard. I actually should have seen that there was a close up of it. So, Damn it. There it is. So that's a sign. Now, what do you think of this? Because I can understand being angry that you... I'd be pissed off, too. Don't lie. If you say you want to work, you'll work for money, you're unemployed, you don't have a job, you need some money, and you said, we'll work for this, at least the guys in Venice Beach are real when it comes yeah. to their signs. Oh, yeah. They'll say, I'm not, I'm I'm not, uh, what was the one guy I have a sign of him? There's one guy that was my favorite that said, um, let's just be honest, I need the money for beer. Well, there's one of those those. signs, yeah, you know, I'm But (laughs) but there's the other ones that are creative and really funny. There's like, um, I'm an alien from another planet uh, and I need to save up for a return trip home, things like that. That, Those are funny signs. Like, forget about, forget about the, I, I have pictures of the guys on Ben. I actually stood next to these guys, and I bought the guy a beer once. Let's just not joke around here. I just want money for beer. You put a sign like that up. Speaking of that, did you see there was a little kid selling beer on the street? What? There's a little kid somewhere. I've got to find that story, too. There's so many great stories out there. Now, Tony, I'm going to put myself on mute for a second. I'm going to uh, call Carlos and just see how far away they are. Okay? All right, good. I mean, we, we, we can go with the flow. That's a good thing on this show. No, the kid was selling real beer somewhere. He had a sign, cold beer here. You know when you go to the ballpark and a guy yells, cold beer here? This little kid. I got to find that story, Robin. The cold beer kid story. Kids can't even sell lemonade without getting arrested and said they need a license and all this other stuff. Are they here, Robin? Robin, go outside. Cash me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? And while you're out there... Uh, my asshole. How about that? Exactly. So anyway, this kid's selling beer somewhere. There's all kinds of other great stories, including clever ways, which we'll get to this afternoon, of how to get people away from your property. And it's happening everywhere. And listen, I know people are homeless. I'm not saying that everybody's bad. And there's people who are in, on, in drug trouble. There are people who don't have jobs, don't have homes, don't have friends. But I, I saw it when we were just in California during the holidays. People are sleeping everywhere, including in front of businesses that are open late. And so these people get, get their spot, and then people can't get into their place of employment. I'm not talking about big office buildings. I'm talking about small businesses. And a lot of these businesses have found ways to try to keep them out of there. No, this isn't the 1 o'clock news. Oh, did the police stop and find out that the kid was selling root beer? Okay, so the kid had a sign that said, cold beer here. And then it turned out that it was root beer, not actual beer. Is Jason here too, man, or did he slip out? Yeah, he's coming in. Oh, he's Uber. coming in an Uber. Yes. What's yeah. up, man? Uh, how, are you? how you doing? <laughs> Damon's here. Is he still over at uh, my old place? Where we're, uh, he's not there either. See, he moved. I move out, and then Jason moves out. <laughs> I mean, why would you want to live there if you're no? Not there once anymore? I left the building, it was like a mass exodus, right? Who's the guy outside? There's a guy outside coming inside. Oh. Is it Jason? Oh, I think it's the accordion guy, too. Already early? Wow. We got a full house coming in the house today. So anyway, we're going we're gonna to talk with uh, Jason and Damon and everybody else here, and we'll play some accordion later on. What else do you expect on a good show on a, on a 
what is it, Tuesday, Wednesday afternoon? It's Wednesday already. So we'll get to that. We'll get to the best way to keep people out of your property. That don't mean with a sawed-off shotgun either. I mean to do it in a way that you just want to send a message. Don't sleep in front of my house, okay? Or in front of my business. Well, this guy's got a whole bunch of... We got, like, people bringing accordion boxes. Are you ready? No, that's, that's his accordion, man. It's a big accordion convention in town, man. And accordions are tight. You ever, you ever listen to accordion music? No, it's good. It's in everything. You don't even realize they're accordion. Everybody thinks of accordions as the string bands and the polka bands. I mean, Mexican music, Italian music. It's used everywhere. We'll get into the accordion session. And we'll do that coming up later. Jason Thompson will be here in a couple seconds. We'll break it all down as only we can. So we covered the uh, baseball. We gave you the mob bust in Sicily. We gave you how Chapo's now been sent to jail. And uh, the Flyers uh, signed a free agent wide receiver, Chris Stewart, another former Minnesota Wild property. He's a free agent, and they're going to bring him in for a tryout, a tryout deal for the September training camp. Man, look how heavy that is. Those damn accordions are heavy. I wish I could help, but I'm, I'm doing a show. Robin, why didn't you offer to bring the accordion down? <laughs> so here's the deal. They're here early. They realized they, they didn't realize they didn't know how long it was going to take. So this is actually Frank Busso Sr. Yes, his uh, who was supposed to be here, Frank Busso Jr. His son, who was the his son, was en route, and uh, because he was doing something else, so he uh, Frank Busso Jr. Frank Sr. looks uh, familiar to me. Have we ever met before, Frank? I don't know. Or we're just Italians and we all look alike, basically, right? Older Italian guys, they all look alike. They all sound alike, except he's got hair. He's one of those Italian guys who, who has, uh, you know, has gray hair, but it looks nice. I'm a guy who lost my hair at a young age. So not all Italian guys look alike. They may so, sound alike. I'm just going to set them up so that they can sit down and be comfortable. Absolutely. And get something to drink. And they, they know that they're not on until 3 there, and then Jason will be here shortly. Okay. And then we have a young man, too, who is also one of the yes, young Cody, accordion. He, I believe, is one of the people that is, um, are you in the competition? Yes. Yes. yes, he's got a bow tie on. You know it's official, man. When, it, when a dude's wearing a vest and a bow tie, you know it's some serious stuff, man. He's not playing around. Well, he will be playing around. He'll be playing accordion. <laughs> so we got a full house in the wine cellar. Now, should we open some wine? Can you guys drink wine while you're playing the accordion? Oh, you're going to have martinis? Wait a minute. What Italian guy drinks martinis over red wine? What kind of Italian are you? Well, he got red wine too, right? You're not just a martini guy, right? A couple of martinis, and then you switch to wine. Red wine. That's what we have. That's what we drink down here. This is our, you like our little wine cellar down here? Isn't it nice? We did this. We dug this out. We did all this ourselves. Robin and I did all the work, the plumbing, the, the fixtures, the flooring, the walls, the wine, the air conditioning, the cork countertop. It's pretty damn good. All right. All right. Now we're back in business? Back in business. Now, Jason's, uh, now Jason living in Jersey. Where's he living, Damon? Oh, so he's still in Philly. He didn't move over to Jersey. Nobody moves to Jersey, man. The taxes are too high. You've got to pay the toll all the time. It's insane. Why would you live there? Every day there, they're passing new taxes. Mer- now, I mean, Governor Murphy's like driving everybody out of there. Like the I'm, snakes were driven out of Ireland by St. Patrick. I'm curious <laughs> if Lily is going to hear Damon's voice and come in search from him because I know that she used to scare him before. Exactly. So Jason Thompson's going to join us. And we're going to have some live accordion. I didn't realize they were that heavy. 
That's like a heavy suitcase. Well, I think that there's different sizes. There's like the smaller. Yeah, but there's not the little ones. Those are the squeeze boxes, right? But there's also smaller accordions, and then you get the really big. Is it like saxes where you have the the big bass sax, and then you have the alto sax, and then you have the sax and violins, which is one of my favorites? I think the larger ones have more keys, right? Okay. See, I've never played the accordion. Look at me. I mean, I used to, listen, I used to watch Myron Florin on Lawrence Welk when I was a kid. And I think they still show those reruns, right? Where Myron, Myron Florin comes out with the accordion. They're good, man. Accordions is, a, and I mentioned a lot of people are on our message board are saying, accordions are not just Italian music. They're not no. just Polish music. German. Mexican I mean, bands Mexican, have accordions yeah. in them all the time, most of them. You ever watch Telemundo? You ever watch those shows, man? Uni Bijon? Well, those see, guys are always rocking yes. accordions see, in I those think, bands. I think it's sad because <laughs> accordions, I think in the... 60s and 70s got a really bad rap because it was like the old school music, you know, that it wasn't Old rock. people music. Yeah, Not old, old school, pe- but old yeah. people. Old people music. Because of Lawrence Welk, because all old people dancing yeah, on true. the dance floor in black and white right. back in the day. And I Everybody think, was 75. I think it's going to make a resurgence <laughs> because um, when my son, so this, so this would have been 20, 20 years ago, he was really into music and, and was playing different instruments and there was a music store in San Jose, California that their sticker, I forget what the music store was called, but it had the name of the store and then underneath it, it said, play the accordion, go to jail. That was their slogan. What? Yes. That was their slogan. How the hell does that make any sense? I don't know. But Why would you go to jail if you played the accordion? I, it was a joke. Is that was a piece of promotion for accordion players? No. It I was think ripping it was, accordions? It was a, ripping. So, so their slogan was, you know, we don't... I think it was impl- implying that their store was the cool music. Oh, you know? okay, yeah, and, and really. That anybody that played the accordion was just not cool, which I think is just a sin. That is an outrage. I would have gone down there and shut that store down if I were there. I go in there and oh. close that place up. We used to have a music store right on the corner here. We're already and getting, the gentleman, yeah. the gentleman passed away. I know, it's very it was, and he was a great guy. Mm-hmm. He had he did classes, any kind of instrument. Yeah. He wasn't one of these guys that no, no accordion players in here. Did guitars, drums. Mm-hmm. Now Stevie V, you're getting requests already. Stevie V says, "I we're not going to play Lady of Spain." Lady Are you Spain, playing Lady I mean- of Spain? No, he's not going to play Lady <laughs> of Spain. It's ridiculous. What do you think? To see that's the kind of that's the kind of de- that's the kind of mentality where people don't appreciate music. Like on this show, I play air instruments of all kind. I play the air didgeridoo, and people don't appreciate that. What else? I play air drums all the time, air guitar. The pan flute. You the just pan flute played. like Zamfir. Yes. I play air sax. You think it's easy? Now, um, Burton Gus says that the Smithsonian <laughs> recently did a piece on the reinvention of the accordion for Latino music recently. Yeah, it's, it's in every band. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Uh, he, he, Dean wants to know if you can play some Tom Sawyer by Rush. <laughs> I mean, I, there's a lot. See, that's what I'm saying. Led Zeppelin had accordions in it. Uh-huh. There's no rappers with accordions, though, are there? See, I'm trying to think. Once rappers start... You, Is it there? You, a, there? There's a Jewish rapper. I think I saw him with an accordion one time. Like, he's really big. I forget what his name is. Do Jewish rappers yeah. count? No, he's like the rabbi. He's like a rabbi or something. He's a rabbi rapper. Yeah. Somebody out there is going to uh, tell me who that is. <laughs> I just remember seeing... Seeing him one time, he's actually really, really, really. That's good. right, Mr. King's music store at the corner there, Joey King, yeah. Mr. King, great guy, mm-hmm. and that place was doing well because that that store on the corner has been. It was a flower store, then it was a it was a shoe store right here on East Pass Yonk Avenue ha. in South Philly. Steers McGee, thank you very much. I knew they would come out for me. Um, Mats Matsyahu, 
Modest Yahoo is the uh, Modest Yahoo. Modest Yahoo is the Jewish rapper. Do we have any? Uh, can we pull, pull some of them up, so to speak? Let me. Wh- I want to hear some that? of his stuff. Let me. How is he spelled? M A T I S. Wait a minute. God, I, I can't type. Would you like me to M- do it? M A T I S. So you don't get this on any other show. All these other shows are. We just do whatever we want here, and people still. And the amazing thing is, people still watch and listen all over the world. Because this is not soup. You know, it's two of us, and we're doing a pretty damn good job here, if I say so myself. You know what I'm saying? Look at this equipment. Look what we have here. This is like mission control in NASA. We could launch another moonshot today from here if we had to. <laughs> now, can we get the accordion out a little earlier, maybe? And then play in the background. How many? Uh, now, what is, your, what is the young man's name again, Robin? Because I don't Cody. have all the. Cody, Cody, I don't know his last name. Cody, what's your last name? McSherry. Cody McSherry. McSherry. And let me just point out what this is all about. Because this weekend, and it starts tonight, there's like a big event tonight, right? In King of Prussia. I had the information earlier. So this is the 81st annual festival, and it's the 2019 American Accordionists Association squeezing, you get it, into Valley Forge Casino Resort. The kickoff media event party tonight. So this is media only tonight, the kickoff event. So people can go up to Valley Forge Casino, one of the places we go up to a lot. And it's tonight at 7 o'clock, the meet and greet. Tomorrow there's a big gala luncheon concert extravaganza. Billy's on Joe so- Sopriani is in there. Soprani. Not, not the Sopranos. They're not, not related, right? Not the Tony Soprano. It's Joe Soprani. And then there's a pasta night and concert. Because pasta and accordions go together, don't they? There better be. Is there wine going to be there? Is there going to be wine? So this is Maras Yahoo on the background. Oh, this is more like a reggae rap. I, I don't know which songs have accordion, but I do believe that he does have some accordion music every now and then. This sounds like reggae slash rap. It's not He's bad. awesome. It's pretty good. He's awesome. And then uh, Friday, by the way, in two days, it's accordion day at the King of Prussia Mall. From noon to two, head on out there, Musso Festival Orchestra, which I believe our gentleman guest here is, a, is, is his orchestra, right? It's your son's one. You're not so you're not doing. Are your son's doing everything now? Okay. Well, we'll get to that, Tony. I know, and I want to just point out that Friday there's a big uh, event at the Mall of King of Prussia, and then the U.S. Air Force Band. Frank Busso Jr. is going to be there, and he's the uh, he's the U.S. Air Force right, Band. He's guy. the master sergeant in the U- exactly. in the Air Force. And, and then the plays. gala concert Friday night. So it's going to be a big, big deal starting today all the way through the 21st. At Valley Forge, the mall, and the casino. And if you like accordion music and you want to see great young people, the Bob Vitale Youth Involvement Jazz Ensemble, are you a part of that? Yes, he is. Scrapple Joe says, we need a couch mic for the boys. I know. We should bring a mic over there so we can, uh, when I'm, I'm talking to these guys and they're sitting on the couch. I know, and I know because I, I have it set up for the guest and I don't have another one. How many for mics do you have couch? there? We need more than one, Robin. Don't we, we have like 50 mics here. And we knew we were going to have guests, and we didn't, you set up one mic? I hate to do it to you, Robin. You know I don't like to do that on the show. I got to give her one of these, man. <sighs> how, many, how many today? Yeah. I think this might be three. Or is this two this or is, three? I think you're, in, you're around five now. You're about the same number of hotel, be, same then, number of home runs Phillies relievers have been giving up is it the last couple already? of nights. <laughs> Are we already at five? Wow. I missed a couple. I, I let you slide on a couple of them. 
I let you slide on a couple of them, Robin. I got everything's running here. What the hell's happened to the Wait, show today? Can I give you a bump yeah, up, Bob? If you could find a way to stop everything <laughs> else's playing. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to the uh, to the guests. Can we? Can you start on sheathing the uh, the accordion first, though? How long does it take to get it ready? Not that long, right? You guys need something to drink? Uh, would you like Marvin them. to make you a nice dirty martini? No, no, no. I got them. I got them water already. We're now Robin done. makes a really mean dirty martini. I do. That's the only kind she drinks. She does everything. She does is dirty. I love. I love the blue cheese martinis. Those are my favorite. With the, like the blue cheese olive martini. See, this is the thing about accordions that I find. They are works of art. There's a lot of times where there's like all these decorations and a mother of pearl on there and and uh, what's the other black uh, type of... Ebony? Ebony. Is it ebony that I'm thinking of? I'm not sure. But they use they, they oftentimes they're just beautiful. Ivory beautiful. where they tear off the husks of elephants and makes Oh, look at that baby. How beautiful. Is that a, what is that a titano? Titano. Oh, titano. 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 Oh, we got we got dueling band not banjos, yes. dueling, uh, dueling accordions, accordions today. Oh, this is Titano is Oh, look, he's got the he's got the the tricked out. Now, is it Frank that owns the company? So Frank Busso Jr. owns the Titano Company. Oh, so he make these? Does he make them here in the United look States? How, look how spark there's like sparkles. Yeah, it's on like it? it's like a jacket that I would wear from Domenico's in yes. up in Mayfair. I'm gonna get a jacket just like that, but he's got it on his Titano, right? Is that what it is? And they're made in Italy, as we like to say. And then you bring them over. So are they are they available in the United States so people can buy them? Oh, of course. In music stores? Yeah, you got to go. So, what are you guys going to play uh, for us a little? Let's get just a little. I need a little music in the background. It is summer. This is like our summer concert series here. <laughs> the Tony Bruno Show well, summer concert series. Are these electrified? Now, we got to turn that mic on, Robin. It is. Let's bring that mic over. Let's do this right. I want this to sound like an ELO concert we were at the other night. Or like a good rap show. Or like the music that we'll be playing at Jason Thompson's event on August 1st over yeah, Jason, at Jason, Union. Uh, Jason's going to come up and go, what the hell is oh, going on? Oh, here we go, on? ladies and gentlemen. And uh, on a one and a two, uh, we have a big show today. And let's bring it over to 16-year-old Cody McSherry from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And on the main accordion, all the way from Italy. Or all the way from a martini bar. Frank Brusso Sr., ladies and gentlemen. And the accordion... Oh. It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. I'll give it a 65. Here we go. <laughs> Damon, did you ever think you'd see this happen on the show? No, they played the accordion up in Amish country in Lancaster. Are you Amish? They play accordion anywhere they want to. Oh, this is great. The tre- Trevor from the 203. <laughs> Let me turn this down a little bit. Trevor from the 203, he says that he's at an Italian restaurant watching and listening to this right now. They're going to have to pay extra for this. It's like he's being serenaded. <laughs> Oh. And then... Wait a minute, Rob. Wait a minute. A big finish here, Robin. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, 
What a, what, now, what was, that, what was the name of that song? Besame mucho. Besame mucho. I should have sang along with that. I, I know Besame mucho. I had some of that the other night down at uh, Le Vertu here on Pashock Avenue. Burton Gus, this is flat-out groundbreaking. Thank you. I think you're not going to see live... Wait. You're not going to see live accordion on Sports Center. No, you're not. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Maybe they'll now realize this is what people want. They want live entertainment. They want musical skills during the day. Yes, Dean. They don't want guys yelling at each other about the Phillies stinking. Anybody can do that. Dean, with a, with a great comment, he goes, Bernie, where were you when dueling accordions broke out on the Tony Bernie show? <laughs> I was gonna say, so how many songs do you do now during a concert? No, I mean, like when you go on, when like the things you're going to be doing this week, uh, the, 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 there'll be a band, the young guys, the young people will get up. Yeah. So let, go over to the mic for a second. Let Robin get that mic up because I want to know. While we have, you know, while we have Mr. Senior here, Frank Busso okay. Senior. Okay, we have. Different Hold on a second. Of... Before I go, why don't we do their segment right now? Since we are. Yes, doing that's it. what we're doing. I know, but I'm just saying because it looked like he, uh, Jason was a little bit delayed. He's going to be here in about ten minutes. Okay, so well that's that's why we're playing. Down. They're playing now, and we're vamping. Okay. We don't have anything. This isn't Good Day Philadelphia, where if the guest isn't there, they just say get the hell out. This is our show. We have our own rules. We make the rules. Let me, let me uh, so, so this, so the young band, so Cody McSherry, and you're from Lancaster, right? Yeah. And you're not even Amish. No. Have you driven on Route 30 and gone by all the Amish people on the weekends and they pull over to the side? I'm still young, to, too, too young to have a permit. But, but you could you see, you see the people. So you're in this band, and it's called the... Because i got all these papers here. So you're in multiple bands, though, right? Yes. yes. Can you uh, walk up to the mic? Because I want to hear from you. And I want to hear... It's Cody McSherry, who's 16 years old, and he is in the Westmont Philharmonica Accordia Orchestra, right? Nope. Accordion Orchestra? What does it say? The Westmont Philharmonica Philharmonia Accordion Orchestra and six and 16-year-old Cody McSherry. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I should be able to read the press release. So your, your, your group is called what? I have a polka band. Oh, so you do polka. I, I do, yes. Okay, that's cool. And, and you'll be perform, performing when? At all the events, the my, gala concert? My and band won't be, playing this, won't be playing at this year's event. But I'll be playing also with the jazz and youth involvement. Okay. I'll be playing with the junior orchestra and the festival orchestra this year. Okay, so cool. So there's a, and you don't just play polkas? No. You can do any kind of that. Can you do Mexican? You can do Italian. You can do what else? Polkas. Mm-hmm. And polkas are big. When I think of, you know, here in Philadelphia, even though there's a lot of Italians, there's a lot of Polish people, a lot of Irish people, and, and the string band guys play accordion, mm-hmm. right? Sure, the mummers. The mummers. Yeah. Now, are you, are you a mummer? No, no. Not this year. But how long have you been playing the accordion? Since I was seven. Since he was seven years old. And I should tell you I'm 76. He's 76. 76 How appropriate years old. for Philadelphia. The birthplace of America, 17, not 1776, though, right? I mean, you look good for your age, oh, thank you. but you weren't born in 1776. Can you play another, uh, another tune for us? Sure, together? Yeah, would you guys do, can you do it? Or could you do a solo? Whatever you need to do. How about if we just play a short, a little bit of a polka or something? So that we... All right, let's play a little polka. What's your favorite polka, there, Cody? Beer barrel? Well, you're not, allowed, you're not old enough to have a permit yet, but you're not old enough. We can't be doing beer songs and alcohol songs. Oh, there we go. Hey, hey. 
I gotta get up and do uh, my mama strut. <laughs> How am I doing this without any alcohol? I have it. <laughs> Maybe as soon as you hear the music. It just happens. It's in your veins, Tony. Accordion music makes you happy. Oh, yeah. Roll out the damn barrel, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody said we need a little more bass. David, can you do a little bass beat in the back? (laughs) Now, um, Frank, before we continue with uh, maybe a little bit of more music, what is so special about this particular festival? It's the 81st annual, right? I know, but but like, I mean, like, yeah, walk why? up to the mic there, Frank, so everybody can hear you. You know, every festival is special. Exactly. I mean, it's the 81st. Last year was a real big one. It was in, it was in outside of D.C. and Alexandria, uh, and we had a big turnout. We have a wonderful turnout here, and every every year more people come because they like what they ha- what they had last year. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the festival orchestra or whether it's the junior, fe- and more people come, and the competition gets a little bit bigger, and it's just a lot of fun for everybody. Absolutely, and it's not just accordions. I mean, they'll be out and they. Philharmonia, aren't there other instruments involved, or is it all accordions? No, no, pretty much it's all accordions, okay. uh, except that some of the festival bands include, have a drummer, okay. a singer, that kind of a thing, but it's pretty much all accordion. And it's great that your son, who is in the is in the Air Force, Yes. so obviously he, he learned it from you as a young man. He did. And There's then, four generations, right? How many? Three. Three generations. Three His generations. plays, my daughter plays, her two children, they're, they're at the competition, they'll be at the competition. Awesome. I mean, it's got to be awesome to have, hey, first of all, a, a, a son who's, a, who's in the Marine Corps. No, and, Air Force. I mean, the Air Force. Hello. In the Air Force. And he's a, he's a sergeant, right? Master Ma- Senior Master Sergeant. Senior Master Sergeant. just got promoted. Uh, wow. Senior Master season. Sergeant in the United States Air Force plays yes. in the band. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, does it? No. Does it get any better, Frank? Nope. Now, you're not from Philly, though, right? No, I'm originally from New York. How did I know? I wonder. <laughs> I heard a little bit of New York you in did, there. You did. And then you got a guy from Lancaster. So people from all over the country are involved. This oh, isn't just a local. These oh. aren't just local accordions. Oh, this no, is people from all over the world, right? Exactly. There'll be people from all over the world. A guest artist is from Canada. We have somebody from Croatia. Serbia. Serbia? So, yeah. Awesome. Now, for those of people who do not know how an accordion works, the sound is produced by going through traditional type read. Yes. It reads inside of there. Yes. And when you fill the... Bellows. Bellows, thank you, with air and then push it right. out, that's how the sound... So, but not like a, a bagpipes. They fill the air first no, and no. then they start playing right. it, right? Yeah, because right. bag, you'll see a bagpipe. They'll fill up the... the, the, the yep. And then they'll just basically let the air out and As play it. Play. And you see they're not blowing air all the time. No. It's not like when you play right. a saxophone or any other air instrument or a reed instrument. That's the difference, but it's still a bellow in there, and that's where the air accumulates, right? And then you're playing it as you're giving it more so air. So here's where my confusion lies. So, so you have the 
that's the keys. keys. Those are those are how you play the melody. But Correct. then what are those these, things? These are but there's 120 buttons here. Wow. Okay, and the, there are six rows of 20. The first two rows a single note. Okay. Now when you go to the next, the first one is a major chord. There's three notes played. It would take me 70 years just to learn that. No, Seriously. that's that's the easy part. And then the next one is minor, dominant seventh, and then diminished. I love the dominant seven though. It was a great movie. Not the or not the remake, the original. So each of those buttons, if you're playing those simultaneously with something, is it'll produce a totally different sound? Or I'm, I'm no, am I no, confused? No, no, no. In other words, if I'm playing, if I do this here, I'll, I'll stick to you know. You know, it, it's not gonna. There, there was there were some accordions that are diatonic, that you play one note out. And when you play in, it's a different note. That's why those are the smaller Irish accordions, right? And right. Because di- people think squeeze boxes are tiny instruments, too. Right. They're, they're not accordions, I though, right? right? Because there's no, there's, it's just you go open and close it, right? There's only one note, correct? I, I would agree with you on that, no? It's, yeah, go up yeah, to the yeah, mic yeah, here. Because, you know, you see squeeze boxes, and they don't have any keys on them, correct? But you can make different... Squeeze box is just a slang term that everybody uses to coppice all accordions. Okay. Because the accordion world still stretches into the concertina, the bandonion, the, all of the okay. styrish and diatonic instruments. I play the Austrian diatonic instrument as well. And it's, it's more notes, except in a smaller, in a smaller okay. instrument. Because you have different notes depending on your fellow's direction. Because you're seeing not just cartoons, but you'll see some people playing these really tiny, but they're they don't have they're just basically opening and closing them, right? Right. And I mean the thing that's so cool is that if they're if if you if you expand, that's one note because it's going through one read, and then if you push, it's. Going I don't know. I'm not. A, that's why I ask questions, Robin. I know. It's just. It's. It's very cool. It's an ama- and like it's so much more complicated than you think it is, and um, it is. How long? I, I think that this would be one of the more difficult instruments to learn how to play because of the fact that it has all these different pieces. I, to I it. think it's it's probably an easier instrument. Really? Yes, because first of all, when you start, you start with a twelve bass accordion with only twelve buttons, and you only have two octaves on the right hand. You don't have as many as we have. So these kids, and I'm talking kids four years old, five years old. It's lightweight. Okay. It's small. And their, their brain can absorb it. Then they graduate to the next size up. That's why there are different huh. sizes. Awesome. Now, because it looks like a piano one size. So if you're a piano player, is it easier to learn the accordion if you know piano? Or is it just, I know it's a completely different instrument. I understand what you're saying. But they'd have to learn what to do with the left hand. But if they know theory, you explain that the left hand goes up uh, up in fifths. Right. It goes down in fourths. You know, and these two buttons that I said are the single yeah. notes, it's a third. You know. Anyway, so... That's this is good knowledge. We, that's the because I don't know. I like I to am. learn. I've seen people play accordions. I've been to many shows, bands, weddings, divorce parties, street <laughs> festivals. We have the Italian festival here in South Philly every year. There's always an it has to be an accordion. Sure. I think it's state law. If you don't have an accordion at an Italian festival or a Mexican festival or a Polish festival. I believe the state police are called in. <laughs> My son Christian wanted to learn how to play the guitar accordion one time, so, so I, I bought him a, a smaller accordion to learn on, and I don't think he ever did anything with it. But he still has it somewhere, I believe. By the way, uh, people are requesting Freebird now. Can you play Freebird on the accordion? No, no. No. You know, that's a joke that everybody yeah, always yells, yeah. play Freebird. That's the kind of wise people we have watching and listening. That's a good thing about the show is people are commenting all the time so we can see them mm-hmm. you know, live. And we don't have to worry about, oh, well, I wonder what the people are thinking. 
They tell you right away what they're yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. and they're loving this stuff. Can you play Bella Notte from Lady and the and the uh, and the Tramp? I haven't done it in a long time. Can you play it? Do it. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, we're playing Taking Requests. Taking Requests, yes. Don't forget to leave a little uh, something-something in a jar. Move over just a little bit. So yeah, there the we camera. go. Can I get an order, Kalamad, please, for the table? Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Cody McSherry all the way from Lancaster, Pennsylvania today. He could have been anywhere else. He could have been at the Reading Terminal Market getting some good Amish and, and Mennonite food product. But he's here today in South Philly. Have you ever done it in an Italian South Philly wine cellar before, Cody? Not South Philly. No, this is this. is this. You talk about Italian. This is Italian down here. Well, I got my dad's flag from the military, from the army. You don't get any more Italian. We got all the wine stuff around here. We got... All these cameras. This is pretty exciting, isn't it? This is going to be... Th- and we're all, all over the, the thing- world right now where there's people that are checking in from Australia, from England. Exactly. So uh, this is awesome. We thank you guys so much for coming by. Is there anything that we have not covered that you want us to know about either the festival So the first thing is tonight, up? the party. That's uh, there's a meet and greet. That's up at the uh, Valley Forge Casino Resort up the in the... At the Radisson. At the Radisson right next right door, next which is door. part yes. of it. And we all, and the people who go up there know that oh, place. Okay. It's a great place. And then tomorrow is a big luncheon. And a lot of the uh, Joe Soprani were mentioned, and a lot of the other people. There's a pasta night in concert tomorrow night at six. This is all at Valley Fort. But then Friday's the big day at the King of Prussia Mall. Right. That's where from twelve to two, the Busso Festival Orchestra, some of the youngest and most talented accordion players in the nation, will showcase the mall's gift of music month under the direction of Frank Busso Jr. Now, your son is the accordionist for the U.S. Air Force Band. Will you be a part of this as well? Yes. Oh, so you're going to be there. Okay, so why doesn't he give you, does he give you love at least? He doesn't say, hey, by the way, that guy on the side, they're paying no attention to that guy. He happens to be my dad who taught me how to play the accordion and raised me to be a great member of the United States Air Force and the Air Force Band. No, so you're a big, you're a big part of this. So now how many people are in the actual big, in, in the, the Busso Festival Orchestra? I think we have about 18 people. 18, all accordions? Oh, yes, and we have a drummer. And uh, two vocalists. Oh, wow. 18 accordions at the same time? Absolutely. Wow. I've never heard that before. Well, uh, we have a festival orchestra at the, at the, at the contest at, at the festival, and it's, uh, there's 32 members in that orchestra. 32 accordions at the same time. Actually, that would be pretty spectacular. It's got to sound great. Now, can you tell if like one person misses a note when there's 32 playing at the same time? As a conductor, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he can zone in That's on right. it. Now, do you right like, give him a dirty look if you're not if you're not playing and you're sitting back and you know that one guy or no. guy? Because there's women involved too. It's oh, not yeah. just guys, oh, yeah, right? No, that's true. Oh yeah. How many women are playing the accordion oh, now? I, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot, a, right? Many, of course. Yes, women play all instruments. In fact, if you look at most orchestras nowadays, most of the string sessions sections, yep. violin, cello, it's dominated by women. Yep. Some of the best violinists in the world are women. Phenomenal, phenomenal entertainers and and musicians. 
Well, guys, I want to thank you for coming down here. I really appreciate it. Do you have a problem parking here? No, I parked very close to the corner because I couldn't back it. Make it sure you didn't high. park at a sign, though, because they give tickets here. No, the PPA in Philadelphia is the no, worst in the no, world. No, I'm just this side of the sign. All right, just make sure. I think I'm okay. And as long as you're not past two hours and you're not no, at no, a meter, no. you'll be because they'll come and confiscate. Yeah, no. They'll put a they'll put a boot on your uh, oh. on, on your accordions. And I have to get to that press party tonight. I know. you oh. got to get all the way up to King of Prussia again, the Valley Forge. Yep. Yes. Well, you guys better leave soon because it's going to be traffic already. Yeah. Well, Frank and Cody, thank you guys so very much thank for coming. And give us so just much. another little taste on the way out. I just oh. need another, whatever We're you want. snapping it. I know. Pick something and I'll How about the Godfather theme? Do you guys have that one? Do you know What do you think they are, mobsters? Because Frank's got an Italian last name? We'll play this for all the uh, mafioso that were arrested in Sicily today by FBI agents and the Italian polizia. Let's pour one out for all those... Everybody knows the Godfather theme. If you don't play the Godfather theme and you're an accordionist, I think you'll get arrested. You're not allowed into New York. I know that through the Tappan Zee Bridge or any of the bridges. Oh, man. Phenomenal. Phenomenal stuff, guys. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. The 2019 American Accordionist Association 81st Annual Festival right here in the Philadelphia area at Valley Forge in King of Prussia. Go see these folks. They're talented. I want to, I want to see a 32 accordions at the same as time. Our, as our vice president said, this is a big effing deal. Yes, it really is. <laughs> yes, it really is. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank Thanks for coming out. Could I make a martini now? Is it no, too early? No, okay. You sure? Well, and he needs to drive. You know, He has to go up there. Now, are you driving? Yes. How many accordions you got in the car? Oh, just two. And, and Jason missed the accordion concert, man. I heard it all. <laughs> and he's all cleaned up, ladies and gentlemen. My man. I haven't seen him in forever. Former neighbor, what's up? My former neighbor. I used to see him in California. I used to see him at Warriors games. I used to see him in Sacktown. For sure. Give him a little hug, man. Send some love. I know. Thank you. Appreciate it. See, you can fit. Stand straight up here. I want to see if you can fit. See, I got seven two, so I knew that I can't. Nobody over seven two could come in here. That's good. I was gonna say I'm glad it's not seven feet because then you're gonna say no one's gonna think I'm seven feet anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, now joining us here in the. You missed it. Did you like the accordion action, man? It was nice, man. There's no gangster accordion, though. That's I all I got to get, I man. I could do that. I'm a man of many talents, but... <laughs> the great... Now, you've been... Now, I know when you... Obviously, you're still in the area. Ryder, great. Now, do you get back to Ryder at all, man? Yeah, all the time. Uh, I'm actually part of the uh, alumni campaign, which we're trying to raise money um, for a new arena. Uh, so that's been going pretty well. Um, and meeting a lot of great people, and I feel like the best thing to do is helping people out that you graduated, mm-hmm. you know, as an alumnus. So it's been good. Now Damon's here, and he's like, "What the heck's going on in the show, man? We got guys playing accordions down here. <laughs> you see, I mean, we got this thing. Now you remember, we used to live right across the hallway from For each sure. other. Did you see the Lily, the cat that used to come into your apartment all I did. the time? I did. She, uh, <laughs> she gave me a great uh, welcome when I came in. <laughs> so we told I- that story earlier when we were living up there, at Dockside. You know, we had little Lily. She was our first cat. 
And then we would open the door. She'd run out into the hallway, but it was a long hallway where she couldn't go anywhere. But if somebody left their door open, she would go she in, would and go she would in, go yeah. into your place all the time. I think she she smelled my scent because right when I sat down to wait on uh, after when you guys just had this, she went right one right to my lap. So that was great. No, it's great to see you. Look great, man. Yeah, You're looking it. good, appreciate lean, clean. Hey. Me, I'm getting old, fat, bald, gray <laughs> beard, man. And you know, it's sucks getting old, man. It is, man. I, I I try to eat good. I try to, but you know, like I say, man, you look, you look good as well. You're just hard on yourself. Well, that, no, I got to get rid of this, man. This is what happens when you sit in the basement it's and drink about, wine. It's all about diet, man. I That's know, I know. People tell me, so I know. I, know. <laughs> I got to move to the Mediterranean so I can start doing that Mediterranean diet. You know what I mean? Robin's down here. We got all these cameras. It's a pretty sweet setup here, isn't it? Nice, really, really nice. I feel like again, yeah. Mission Control and NASA. I got people on live on Twitch. Now, are you familiar with Twitch? I am not. Twitch is like the number one worldwide live video streaming site on Earth. Oh wow! And so there's all, and it started out as a gamer site. So the people playing games, and 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 obviously a lot of people are into video games and Fortnite, and you name it. And now they're expanding, and Amazon owns Twitch. And so we're a part of that. They came to us and said, let's do a show every day. Oh, nice. So we're doing it Monday to Friday down here. We do a Friday night show every once in a while. But you got big shows going on, man. I always see, every, every time I see your Twitter feed, man, you're doing something. You yeah, got, yeah, yeah. And you're back here. In the, well, you're, you still live in Philly, so you didn't, mm-hmm. you're not on the West Coast. You're now here full time, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even when I was playing for uh, you know, Sacramento, I still would you know, come out here and uh, you know, train, be around family and friends, um, you know, especially being local. Um, high school wise and college wise and stuff like that. I, I have a lot of you know businesses out there. So like I said, I've been giving back to my community. Um, started up a thing called Scoring Factory, which uh, I had success over the years for my camps. So people always would tell me, let's have something all year round. So I have a seven week program called the Scoring Factory. Me and my brother, uh, we've been going at uh, Morristown Friends um, School in South Jersey mm-hmm. uh, from 12 p.m. to uh, 3 p.m. So it's been good. Awesome. Now, are you officially done with basketball? No, I'm still playing. So I, ever since, uh, so I was in the NBA for eight years, and then after that, um, I've been signing one-year deals uh, just so I don't, you know, don't have to feel obligated. No offense to the organizations that I play for. I don't feel obligated to maybe have to go back to that organization if it's good or bad or anything like that. Um, so, so you know, the first year I played in China, then the second year I played for Fenerbahce in Turkey, um, and then oh, I wow. played in China again. Um you know, so like I said, I'll pick and choose and, and see, uh, you know, the options. Now, what now NBA, I, you know, the, one of the weirdest things is when the Sixers made that trade and they picked you up, mm. but you knew at that time that it was not going to be a long-term deal, right? Right. Did well, you know I mean, at the time when they got, when they made the deal for you? No, nah, I mean, at the point, you know, there was a log jam, uh, you know, with the bigs. Uh, that was before, you know, Joel had made his announcement that he was going to play that year. Um then you had, still had Jalil uh, Ogilford was here at the time. I think Nerlens was here. Um, I think there was other bigs as well. Um, but, you know, they looked out. You know, there was a time where, you know, uh, it was good. It would have been great. You know, the, it still was slightly the trust the process era. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I was fortunate enough to go, uh, you know, to the, to the uh, at the time, the reigning champs um, and the Golden State Warriors. So, it, it was, like I said, it was, a, it was a blessing that they were, were able to do that in a way. You know, it's weird. When I was living in L.A. for 11 years, I got to see you more then than when I was living in <laughs> Philly because I was out there in L.A. and then I was going to San Francisco all the time. I was doing stuff with the Warriors, mm. doing stuff with the Raiders. So whatever I would be down there in the Coliseum area next to the Oracle Arena right. doing live TV shows in, in the, on CSN Bay Area at the time, Jason would come right up and I'd yeah, see him walking up there sure. right through the square there, yeah, man. That was dope. I remember the one time, I think that might have been the time when uh, Nick Foles uh, 
almost broke the, the NFL record. With yeah, that was one of the Raiders, Raider games. Yes. You threw the seven yeah. touchdown, Patty. Yeah. Yeah, Robin and I were in the black hole that day. Yeah. That was awesome. But we did a lot of shows right there between the Coliseum and the mm-hmm. Oracle Arena. Right. And then every time I'd be out there with Gary Radnish or those guys in the Bay Area, here comes Jason walking yeah. by. Man. And I would say, even at that time, I was with Sacramento, so I still had got good Bay, Bay Area love at the uh-huh. time. And I'm smart enough to know, like, okay, regardless of when the Eagles, when they do what would play in that area, I wouldn't wear any jerseys or anything like that. But I did have a hat on. And I, like I said, I got the respect from that area, so they didn't say too much, even though uh, we got the W. Well, a lot of people on the check on, on our uh, sweet stream chat here, it, listening out in the Sacramento area, in the Bay Area, say Sacramento's got nothing but love for JT. I mean, they love you out there. But they love you everywhere, man. Mm. You're just a good person. You're a good dude. Good player good person and you're doing all kinds of stuff but i, I got to get to the uh, european stuff and china's not in europe obviously but how weird is it playing in china and playing in turkey um i don't think it's too weird well one even before i go to that you know i always respect uh you know the city of sacramento and the fans um well deserved for them to get a new arena i'm very happy for them have the organization you know turning around there's been a lot of things like even the years i was there eight different coaches in eight years mm-hmm. um and things like that um but like you said now it's you know it's it's good. Like I've, I've traveled over the world. Even you know when after a, a hard nosed NBA season, I would always find a way to go to Europe um, and find ways to, to travel uh, overseas. So I would say the level of play is a little bit different. You know, uh, Euro League. Um, everyone says is the second best you know league in the world after the NBA. Um, I would say it's a little bit different when you know NBA is running gun now and uh, a lot of high flying and scoring when Euro League is. Somewhat athleticism when it comes to that. But like you said, you can have 10 points and uh, five rebounds to be the MVP of the game, which most likely in the NBA, you, you would be a, a nice, solid player and, and help a team win. But I'm sure you wouldn't be the technically the MVP. No, you'd be buried on the end of a bench if you were doing that. <laughs> right. Well, depending on, like you said, if you're winning games and if you're not. So, yeah, so for sure. So, again, and Euroball, and we have a guy, Euroball John, who's a big listener, and he follows all the European leagues, and he's always texting me, and you got to watch this guy playing in Greece. And, and now you look at the NBA, man, international flavor sure. is huge. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like you said, it's very diverse, and I think over the years, you know, you would have those guys like a like a Dirk Nowinski and, and things like that. But um, you know, you go on teams, and it was you know, like you said, it was all Americans, maybe some Canadians, and now you'll go on teams, and it's you know, over ten players that are from other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, you play into the the world. Uh, I guess not world championship games and things like that for other countries and it's and it's more way more competitive than it was um, you know back in the day and that's just a uh, a title to the players of development you know overseas now. Jason Thompson, JT the kid on Twitter, man, I always yeah, love that. And t- Instagram, and Instagram two with two T's. T's. Yes, sir. The kid, the kid, yeah, yeah. I but- just thought, I mean, I guess there was respect for. Um, I always thought of like a name. It's a funny story where. When I came into the league as a rookie, Twitter and Instagram first came out. So I remember like one of the the things where they were, where they're like, hey, we're, you know, we want to, you know, the new rookie and stuff like that. And the person, the PR person, was just like, hey, let me know what you did today. I'm like, all right, I, I ate breakfast, I worked out, I ate lunch, I worked out again, and this and that. So then I sent a text, and then they put it on Twitter. This is when Twitter was pretty much just like on the website; they didn't have the app yet. Right. Um, and then now look at Twitter now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like crazy that it like started out of there. And then now. Um, here now we we're getting some comments. Jason, MAAC player of the year or the Turkish Cup winner? Bigger prize possession for you. 
<laughs> you know what? I'm going to say, uh, I mean, no offense to winning the Turkish Championship. Um, it was winning the MAC Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, one, just because I had won the Defensive Player of the Year the year before, and that was just a goal of mine. Um, and then I won the Defensive Player of the Year again, and I didn't think that they were going to give me that plus the Player of the Year. Um, and then I ended up winning both. So it was a blessing. Now, when I watch some of those games in China, the floors are all funky. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like it's like weird watching the floor. I mean, everybody's got different floors. The NBA does it, but not mm-hmm. like they do overseas, man. You're like, you're like, what, like different colors and stuff. It's yeah, like crazy. I mean, it, it depends. I, I was just talking to a newspaper uh, earlier today, and then I was just saying like some of the teams, like you have the team Yee was on um, and former NBA players on the team, but that's an NBA size arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the, you know, Stefan Marbury played for Beijing, and then that's an NBA arena type. But, but like you said, it definitely has different things where we are not accustomed to um, in the NBA. But it, it's changed over the years, so it's a somewhat of a balance. So you st- okay, Ron, I have sorry. a question. So, so with your perspective now, you've you've played pretty much everywhere: <laughs> U.S., Europe, Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, now with high school players, when they get out, instead of going to college, they're going over and playing right. in Europe so that they can get paid right away. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about that? Rather um, than I have a different, a great question, um, perspectives on it. Um, you never know the life you live. Um, you know, with everyone behind the scenes, you get to see how great our player it is. But, you know, everyone just plays the games, but you don't know what's going on at home. So, you know, at times... A lot of us want to, you know, be well, you know, get good grades. And then, like you said, then go uh, to play professionally to Mm -hmm. take care not of ourselves, but our families and things like that. Um, So you look at that aspect of it, I kind of understand. You know, like you said, it changed over the years. Some would go out of high school, then they changed it and had to be one year in college, um, you know, and things like that. And when you did that one year in college, you know, a lot of one would just be like, hey, we're just thinking about the basketball and I'm going to do one and done, even if they weren't ready. Right. So they weren't really taking uh, the school seriously. So then even if they were not ready to go to the next mm-hmm. level, um, they, they couldn't have an opportunity to go back to college, um, per se. Now, so, is your brother still playing too? Yeah, he is. So he's going into his 10th year next year. Um, he played in Germany uh, this past year. Awesome. Yeah. That's got to be awesome to play in for. I mean, just, I love traveling to different countries. Imagine mm-hmm. playing basketball in there and, and playing any sport. I actually got to, uh, after my season this year, I went to go see him uh, Go to see him play. So now I'm sure yeah. it's different for every single person because it's whatever you feel comfortable doing, but do most guys that play, do they, do they integrate themselves or are they kind of isolated? Do they just go there and they stay in their housing complex or whatever and then they just go to games or do they experience the culture around them? Um, I think it's different for other people. I think everyone has different scenarios. You know, some have families even before, you know, are before they graduate. You know, others like myself, like I don't have my own family yet. So, you know, for me, I have the time to explore a little bit. And I would like to do that even if I did have a family as well. You know, some, like you said, are isolated and are only accustomed to where they're from. Mm -hmm. So they're like, hey, I have one thing to do. I sign a contract to just do well. Um, practice and have my game and then kind of move on to the next. So I think it's a, it's a little bit different and just different personalities. And I think the more different leagues and countries you play in, uh-huh. you, you notice how different ev- everyone's culture is with if you're talkative or not, if you're doing stuff actively, do you only just go home to the gym and then that's your whole life? 
Um, did you, know, you learn like language? Like, did you learn any other languages? I try to, and like I said, I, everyone's different. There's some people that don't really care, and they're just like, "Hey, if they don't understand." Like for me in China, you have like I had two translators plus. Like, I didn't want to just wait on them all the time. So I would travel and I would go to different restaurants and I use Google Translate. You know, oh, yeah. so I learn stuff and then I also cheat a little bit. Is the Chinese food better over there? Um, it's authentic. For me, uh, the first year I ate more. Now, knowing where places are and things like that, I barely ate Chinese food. Um, you know, I, I had they had Ruth Chris out there. They had, okay, so I was like, man, I'm going to my roots. I'm going to my roots, man. <laughs> but they don't have soul food over there, though. No, no, no. I mean, not that or, or any type of uh, other things. But, like, but I mean, they do. Actually, they do. They they have different. Like I said, it's okay. different cultures and um, and things like that for sure. Now, now of course, what's the strangest thing you've eaten though overseas? Oh, I mean, they definitely will eat. You know, they have like bugs and. Um, I know I've what they eat. Fins. I'm talking about what you ate. What's the strangest uh, thing you ever? I would ever... say the strange, like I would say I had like one of them one time or whatever. But I would say the strangest thing I ever saw was that they had, you know, kind of like the Benihana setup, right? Where you know everyone was the hibachi the, grill. Yeah, and everyone yeah, was around the table, right? And the guy gets the knife so, and he starts throwing right, it up in the which air. Which it wasn't that. So right. then they go in <laughs> and then they have a thing where everyone kind of like stood up. And I was like, what is going on? They come out. They have, it's like a crate with an animal, like hand up, hand up, leg out, leg out. Live? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. So we go, they place it in the middle, kind of where like the, the, where the hibachi area would be. Give you gloves, give you gloves. And then next, you know, it's, they're like, no fork, no knife, no chopsticks. You pick at it. Oh man! Oh, man. Right? It's like pull, your own pulled pork, basically, right? It's open. Pretty it's, much. So yeah, hey, it was pork, one of the except best. You pull it. It was one of the best <laughs> lamb I ever tasted ever, seasoning wise and oh. everything. I was the type of person where I didn't want to do anything like that, and it was great. It was great. I can see it, but I yeah. I don't want to see the lamb. No, well, yeah. I, I, you know, I, we've been to pig roast was, was the head where they have the pig there and yeah. stuff. The yeah. heads, oh, that is that's a little hard when you like you're like it's looking at it you. Was. And like I said, I'm <laughs> a type where I wouldn't want to do anything like that, but it actually was really good. So we're not going to have a big pig roast this summer and have a whole big pig know, there. Man. We'll just I'm pick the to, meat you know, up. Like I said, some, summer <laughs> summer wise, I'm trying my diet, like we were talking about. <laughs> Now, of course, you're doing a big event here. Yes. I, I found out that we're, Robin and I are invited, which I found out, yes, which is awesome. Let's get it. Not and only you know, are we invited, but we are going to be doing the show live. Are we going to do it live? Yes. Oh, that's, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I've been we talking to it. Carlos. I mean, we're doing it live. Uh, the only thing that we need to make sure is that there's a hardwired Ethernet, which I'm they sure at the Unitrust. And, we'll and our, our friends, Mike Jarek and... Alex Holly and Alex Holly, yeah. who are the best, who are great, great friends, they are going to MC this thing, right? Hey, it's coming nice. up August first, which August is a 1st. Thursday night, right? Yes, at Union Trust on Spring Garden. I know the place. I've never mm-hmm. been in there, but they always do great events in there and concerts and stuff. It's a sweet room. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's nice. It should be. Uh, it's really dope. Um, you know, kind of a little background is just like you know, my cousin had passed away of a certain heart disease, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Um, you know, and then part of our mission statement is just teaching like young kids and adults about heart health um, to avoid obesity. Um, heart disease, uh, diabetes, and, and the list goes on. Now, that particular type of heart disease, though, it's it's a genetic thing, right? Yes, yes. So pretty much when you kind of found that out, you know, you're supposed to get like more EKGs and things like that too. Um, I just think that the, one of the things and why we uh, promote this and try to do more research is that 
you know, when you're an athlete, you have these procedures kind of like, um, you know, before. Screenings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then when you don't, when you stop playing, you know, really you have to make the call to the doctor mm-hmm. to say, hey, can I come in? And I think that's where the problem is, where it has to be some type of um, togetherness where it is like, oh, you need to at least come once a year or right. this, that's right. and the third. You know what I mean? Because um, we're seeing, and you see this a lot, I mean, unbelievable athletes. And you would think there's nothing wrong and something inside of you that you can't see unless for they sure. can find well, out about it. People drop dead. Yeah, like, oh, uh, right. for example, um, the, the guy on the Angels team. Now, we don't know yet. They haven't, they're not releasing the autopsy report. It could Tyler be... Tyler Skaggs? It could be something else related, but it could be something but, but see, like We don't this. know that, so I don't, it's not fair to just, say. I'm, but like Jim Ryan, who was the marathon runner, a guy ran every day. One day he's out running and he drops dead because we don't know what's going on inside yeah, of us, yeah, even right. though we think we're in shape. And we right. take care of our bodies. We don't know what's going on inside there. And that's mm-hmm. what's happening to a lot of people who appear to be healthy. We're not talking about people who are, are obese and don't take care of themselves right. and you find out something's wrong. We're talking about people who are, who are really, really right. and oftentimes lean and take care of themselves. Young people, like, like this particular disease that your, your uh, cousin died of. Mm-hmm. How, what is it called again? Because Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Thank you. It, t- it took a lot for me to yeah, uh, I, I, I can too. I can do it if I'm reading it, but I can't do it if I'm not. <laughs> We're talking about a, your high school and college right. kids. And here's the thing is that because this, you know, most kids don't get screened for these no, types of things. No, not at all. Even adults don't get screened for this stuff. Right, exactly. And, and then they go out and they play really hard. It could be aggravating, and if they don't know that they have it, that's really mm-hmm. dangerous. No, absolutely. So this is the event coming up, and it's great. And and talk about people who do stuff in the community, a great local athlete. Malcolm Jenkins is going to be at B-Hop's going to be there, right? Yeah, it should be, uh, you know, like a lot of support. You know, I've... Uh Get Seuss actually from Malcolm Jenkins' uh, uh, company as well. Um, yeah, you, you look pretty damn good right now. I appreciate it. You yeah, clean up nice. Good. I, like I said, I'm always um, you know for the support uh, of the city. You know, I'm not from Philadelphia, but just how close I am. Um, pretty but much. Jersey's. Yeah, pretty much. South I mean, Jersey is from, Philly. Everybody, everybody knows. says when they're from South Jersey, people say I'm from Philly. Yeah, it's every, Philly area, knows. right? Yeah, for sure. You know, all the great guys at Willingboro, the great. Runners and Carl yeah. Lewis—they're all. They all For pretty sure. much. They don't say I'm from Willingboro. Well, sure. they my say parent, Willingboro. My mother, my mother went to the same school. And they I say you know to, Philly yeah. area. That's not a diss yeah. on Willingboro. Right, right, right. But nationally, people don't. Well, I think Willingboro became famous because of all the great athletes who were mm-hmm. over there. And so when people said Willingboro, you all you all, you thought about great track and field stars who grew up there over the years. For sure. But most of the time, people from South Mike, you know, Mike Trout's from Millville, which is right. out in the middle of country down there yeah, in Jersey. Yeah, yeah. But he's a Philly area, and he's a Philly guy, mm-hmm. right? So you you consider yourself a Philly guy or yeah. a Jersey guy? I, I mean, I'm, I, I would consider both. Okay, I would say both. But like I said, everyone knows, even with the colors, I'm Eagle Green. <laughs> yeah. For the Phillies, the Flyers, I played every sport. You know, I'm supportive of of, uh, of every team. I mean, pretty much the only team I wasn't, especially most of my my basketball career was was the Sixers. Um, but you know, growing up, that was that was my team. Absolutely. So. Thursday. So, how do people get tickets now? So you can go. You can log on on the website uh, Um and then on the bottom of the website, uh, you can uh, you log on for tickets. Um, we also still have some sponsorship uh, uh, packages available as well, um, which will you know be able to um, 
you know, show uh, throughout the event as well, too. And it's, and it's been overwhelming of the people that just want to help and, and are coming and stuff like that. So it's an excitement. You know, the foundation has been going on, been going on for, you know, eight plus years. And we've had silent auctions at Del Frisco's a couple years ago when I played for the Warriors. Um, and then, you know, we knew it was time to have a, 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 a soiree. Um, for the first time, and we're really excited. Look about who's it. coming down the steps, oh. man! She hears your voice. She's <laughs> on the steps. Lily, she's a grown mom now, but she's looking at you, man. She says, "I know that voice. I know that man." <laughs> JT, the kid, I had man. A great welcome uh, when I first came. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> like, so this is third. So it's coming up, man. A couple of weeks away, and we also have a very special announcement. Um, we got permission to give away tickets for two. So one one set of tickets for two people that are going to win tickets. We haven't determined exactly how we are going to give those tickets away, but we will be giving them away this week. Oh, that's week. awesome. Nice. And nice. Uh, that's sweet. so there's going to be... A- and there'll be all kinds of great auction stuff yes. and you know, oh, ways for, sure. for people. Yeah. And even if you can't go, there's still ways to contribute can, by yeah, going to the website. So on the site as well, it says Friends of JT. Um, that's on the same uh, site as well. Um, that you can 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 donate on there, and you as are well. out in the community all the time for doing sure. all sorts of things. Yeah, like I have um, kind of like the tree of the the foundation is called Live Like JT. So I try to do annual events. Um, you know, Thanksgiving I do a, a turkey um, drive and Thanksgiving dinner. Um, Christmas I do a shopping spree for the kids as well. Awesome. Um, and then I just did the first annual uh, bike event in Mount Laurel, which I, which I, I grew up and my parents still live. Um, uh, gave out 50 bikes to kids so that, you know, you can start exercising and, and not just be on video games and watching Netflix and things like See, that. See, when I lived in L.A., man, I was always in great shape because the weather's nice. You go For out, sure. you ride your bike every day. And then, this is my hometown. I grew up on this street. This is the mm. same street that I grew up wow. on. My mother's house so, is down the street. She's going to be 95 tomorrow. That's a blessing. And so when we moved back, we were in Dockside. For five years, and then this house became available, and we would always come to see my mom. And I said, "Let's buy a place." This place was a, was nasty. We had it torn down. We did all the work. Robin did all. We did all this down wow, here, man. Other than dig the con, dig it and pour the concrete, mm-hmm. everything else, plumbing. We had a bathroom great. down this here. Now, Jason, we have a, we have a question from one of our listeners, uh, Trevor from the two hundred three. What's China basketball league like? Is it crazy like the KHL in Mother Russia? Um. I like how he says Mother Russia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say one of my friends, uh, Kyle Hines, who's a EuroLeague uh, great, um, you know, pretty much a goat out there, plays in, in Russia. Um, I'm not sure if that's the name of their league. No, the, that's a hockey league. The, the hockey oh, league is oh. KHL in Russia, oh, and okay, that's okay. wild over there. Oh, okay, okay. And obviously it's a little – it's a different country. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. But the amazing thing to me about the China part – is that Yao Ming was so huge. Right. And I know there's a lot of people in China that play basketball, but we haven't seen like an influx as you would expect that Yao Ming, a lot of kids he inspired, but there's still not a lot of Chinese players in the NBA right. at this point after yeah, that. Is that surprising I mean, it's been, to you? It's been a solid amount. I mean, I know that uh, actually one of the players I play with um, that had won the MVP for the um, in China – um, he was with Dallas for a little bit, some injuries. Um, obviously, Yi, I know they have a couple of guys on their national team mm-hmm. that had got drafted, um, and I think they still have rights to NBA teams as well. I mean, like I said, I think that the style of play and things like that have changed over the years. Um, so it's not just three-point shots or dunks, right? No, no. I mean, it is high scoring, though. Like I said, one thing I think a lot of people don't know is you have to be really skilled to kind of at least stay. They, they they change a lot of players over the times because, like you said, if you're a point guard or you're a big man that really can't score the ball um, and, you know, from a bit, also a big to rebound and defend, 
then you, you really can't, you know, play there. Um, so, like I said, for you to stick on a team like that, you really have to score. You have to pretty much dominate on both sides of the floor. Now, do they come after you, or do you have to go to them and say, hey, listen, I played in Turkey, I played in China. Nah, I, I mean, they know who the, you are, yeah, right? Yeah, that's all through the, the, through the agency. I right. think one thing that's, that's great about playing there, too, um, is that the season's not as long. Right. Um, you know, it's six months, and then also, you know, if you go into playoffs – out there as well, you can be able to have enough time to sign to an NBA playoff team or or, or even uh, play in Europe as well. So it kind of you can you know play out there, have success, even potentially win a championship, and then be able to sign somewhere else you in played, the same exact season. You played for the Zichuan Blue Whales, right? Correct. Now there's a there's a lot of teams. There's like uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in one division, and then another. I think that's another ten in the other. So twenty teams, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's changed over the years. Um, and like you said, I, I remember the time when I, the first year I was there, only eight teams uh, could make the playoffs, and I think this year it was twelve. Um, but like you said, that's an addition to more teams. Now is Jimmer for dead over there? He was. He was. Yeah. <laughs> Remember so, when Jimmer was the big deal? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, he's my teammate. He's my teammate. Oh, oh, he Sacramento. played on your team? Yeah. In Sac- no, in Sacramento. Oh, in Sacramento. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about in China. No, but for sure he was. He played for Shanghai for, for Yao's team at the time. Um, and then he had his season uh, was over in the playoffs, and then he had signed with the Suns, um, and now he just signed to play in Europe with Planet Tenecos, um in Greece. Beautiful. Okay, wait. Yeah. I just, so I'm, lo- I'm looking at some of the names of the teams. Now, they have a lot of flying animals. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, fuck, like yeah. Flying leopards, flying tigers. Right. Um, but this might be... So, just because of the way it sounds when you pronounce it, the Zijiang Gangsha Lions. Guangsha, Guangsha, yeah. How you, but when you read it, and yeah, you're an American, yeah, yeah. it Are sounds they like... Are right, 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 right. gangster? It sounds like gangster. <laughs> <laughs> like gangster no games. <laughs> no, do they? Do, is there, there hip hop big over there? I mean, music wise. I mean, it's everything. They don't bounce it in the in the no, arenas, though, right? They have uh, they have Chinese <laughs> rap, but like I said, they it's a it's a balance. Like actually, I think the 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 city that I was in in Switchon, um, well, Shangdu is uh, the city. They're known for like the best hip hop in in the country. Oh, really? Um, out there, yeah. So I mean, they. I mean, I would know the artists that were there, but. I mean, I had met a few. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. The Ducks are that Stephon Marbury. So people know. Like yeah, Stephon yeah, Marbury yeah. played for the Ducks in right. Shanghai versus the Ducks. I think this year he's coaching for the first time. Oh, is he? Not Does he still have his sneakers over there, the Starberries, man? Yeah. Uh, I used to get those at the... Remember sure. uh, well, Stephen Barry's? Remember Stephen Barry's yeah. were selling the Starberries? Yeah. And they were selling like, all the college gear, the yeah. knockoff stuff. No, I remember. And then they went out of business, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he has a museum out there, too. Oh, really? Yeah, so... Beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Now, is the General Chow's So's chicken out there better than the General So's chicken I here? I wouldn't know. I so you don't eat know. any of that nah, stuff, right? Now, you're not a vegetarian, are you now? I am not. Okay. Because no, a lot of my friends, like John don't Sally... You, don't John you Sally parties? No. No, I know, but man, a lot of people change. John Sally, his, his great line is, if it has eyes, lips... If it has eyes and lips, you don't eat it. That's basically yes. his, th- his theory on food. That's it has a, eyes great, and lips. That's a great way of putting it. I'm yeah, glad it, that this might be a, a PG <laughs> and G uh, podcast. No, no, we can not. say bad yeah. words. We don't say bad words, but you can say it if it doesn't have, it doesn't have lips. Because we say stuff like we play uh, all kinds of stuff. Did we a don't single cur- person say that? 
Yeah, you can. Someone, say that. no, I'm saying, does someone single say that or that? No, that so, was John Sally said that. Oh, you know, okay. John Sally's got yeah, rings. No, and, no, I'm just fine. One, one of the <laughs> one of the greats, man. I love Sal. Yeah, that's what's up. Now, what is it here? No, here it is. Smells like fish. Tasty dish. Smells like cologne. Leave it alone. <laughs> have you heard that one before? I have not. <laughs> See, that's the kind of listeners we have there. No, no, John Sally now is big in the vegan food and right, yeah, beyond yeah. meat. I'm sure know. I will. I'm like I said, growing up I wasn't a big veggie guy. I'm right. still not, but I'll take I'll eat the vegetables blended. Now is it gonna uh, be meat? Boy. Now is it gonna be food at the event? It is. On the Thursday first. Oh, are your mom that, and dad gonna be there? They are. Awesome. They're part of the board. Um, I haven't seen your dad in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used I to see him all lucky, the time. Lucky so, you. So this is this is another fun little inside story. So we'd met Jason. We knew that he lived across the street. We also knew that he traveled a lot. Not even the street, across, like literally five feet away from us. Literally five, across the hall. And so we knew when he was gone uh, that his apartment would be empty. So we, and we knew that he was traveling. And one day we we come home and we hear loud music and we (laughs) come in from the apartment like, oh my God, like what's going on? And uh, we, the door opens up and, and, an older gentleman, not old, but older. Right, we know it wasn't Jason. Comes out, and, and we're like, <laughs> right. um, hello, who, who are you? And then we find out that right. it's that. So your dad was like rocking out while you were gone in your wow, apartment. Yeah, great. That just makes well, it. Well, I wasn't rocking. It wasn't a party. <laughs> that just makes it even better. When it wasn't I'm an open house party. I mean, there wasn't, no, no, you know. No, 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 there wasn't a lot of people there. It was just. Was, yeah, he had music on while he was yeah. in the place. What's wrong right. with that? Yeah. What's the matter with you, Robin? You have a problem with music? Not at all, but I, re- I, I but, had it, a lot but of. But right, it's, she significantly remembered that, which means if I did play music, <laughs> I didn't get any complaints, <laughs> which is, which tells you that I listened to loud music, too. No, but you had great parties, man. And, you know, Damon was always there. I, I mean, the crew was and always there. And mom and dad man. was there oftentimes, exactly. so we hung out with them. So I'm glad I'll be seeing I'm them. I'm glad man. that they were still there when you guys came over. Yes. Are you, how, you still, now you still part? You still have a party crib? No, though, no, right? no. I mean, my, you're not settling down say, and getting uh, married yet, are you? I was going to say, your mother is turn, has birthday this week. I said, I think a lot of great people are born during this week. Yeah. My birthday, my birthday is Sunday. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah. Robin's Happy son's yeah. birthday Early was birthday. Monday. Uh, my best friend's birthday, Buddy Arnao, is today. My mom is tomorrow, 95 tomorrow. My parents' anniversary is Saturday, and then my birthday is Sunday. So they had oh, the best wow. first year anniversary of their lives. Wow! Um, having me born, <laughs> and you keep reminding them that of every course. year. They, well, every I year. mean, I, one thing I can't, I will not not remember them their anniversary because it's the day before my birthday. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Now there's there's going to be uh, just to get back because we want as many people that are interested in going and are able to go and support the foundation. Um, the Jace, jasonthompsonfoundation.com yes. I've posted it on all of your social media Tony and up on the board um, and there's going to be entertainment yeah it's going to be uh, top notch we have uh, VIP um, tickets as well mm-hmm. now, am I going to get behind the velvet ropes a little bit or no well, yeah, I mean, you, you, you deserve the VIP, so you'll be over there with with the big guns. <laughs> That's, I'm gonna go get I'm gonna get cleaned up real good for this. I was man. gonna say this is the this is what you should tell people of what how, what you're gonna exactly wear to. You'll see no, I because I might have something cooking up too. Because to, we to have our, our buddy Michael at Domenico's up in Northeast Philadelphia. This guy, you talk about tight clothes. I mean, he you know, there's a lot of tuxedo places. His dad owns it. But Michael's a younger guy, and he's like, he's got unbelievable stuff. Robin and I wear it to yeah. the Super Bowl. He dresses oh, nice. us at the Super Bowl, and, you and so do. you know, I'll be, I'm gonna be, yes, I'm well, gonna you be know, smooth. You know that Tony was looking good when we were at the parties in the Super Bowl because we had everybody, like all the players, like, damn, where'd you like, get even that? Michael Irvin <laughs> was giving me love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, That's we had. No, I'm telling you, man, I'm gonna be clean. 
You're going to like it, man. You're going to like it, JT. Right, You're going to like it, man. I trust it's going to be I good. Trust it. Who's going to dress better? You or her? Oh, no, no, I can't dress like Mike. Mike's got his own guy. I just go and I got a guy that takes care of me. Michael, over at Domenico's up on Frankfurt Avenue in Mayfair, man. Okay. It's going to be awesome. So um, tickets start at, what, what's the cost of park? And, and this is a tax write-off for everybody. Yeah, this is tax deductible. Yeah. This, is, uh, this is for the charity. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it's a little bit more if you want to be VIP. Right, um, exactly. Right. And like you said, yeah. But generally, everything's, in the, everything's on the website. Okay. It's a summer soiree, Robin. You know what? Mm-hmm. I, pow, I'm prepared. Soiree. General admission is, is 150 and then VIP is 200 Beautiful. That's not bad. That's actually wow. not bad at all. Right That's not bad here, at all. Right Why wouldn't you spring for the VIP for fifty extra dollars, right, exactly. man? Exactly. Of course. And then uh, you can hang out with me. Music's gonna be rocking. It's gonna be good food, good people, great cause. And it's a Thursday and, and night. Don't I, don't I seem like I'm a personable person? Absolutely. Everybody just knows have a good you, man. Time, but uh, would raise money to um, help avoid all these bad problems that have to do with heart health. Exactly. Hopefully my heart can hold up to this. No, I, I can, man. I'm, I'm not in sure. optimum shape like I was I, in Cali. I'm really excited about going to the Union Trust because the the visual of the that ambiance. location, the yes. ambiance is yeah, like amazing. Sweet. And Malcolm Jenkins, he does a lot of stuff there. Uh, a lot of uh, athletes do stuff at Union mm. Trust. Now, you've been there before, right? I mean, it's... it's uh, a- I have. I haven't been, um, like... To someone other event, but I, you know, I just came in there and got invited to a few things, so that's what gave me the idea. Um, and I'm, you know, really excited about the about the event. Now you're sure. gonna have you're gonna be like all. I'm gonna be super fly. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't. Okay, because you know, I mean you're I pretty fly today, but I mean are you gonna go all yeah, like yeah. you're gonna go like all like sequined up and stuff. You're gonna uh, get yeah, something sparkly. Yeah, I gotta sure. wear something. If they, they want to go, if anybody want to go on my Instagram, you know, a couple of events that I've had over the past month, um, you know, I've been super fly, but it's gonna be even fly. Then. And that's from that's from Malcolm's. Uh, Yes. Operation? Yes. So he doesn't make the clothes. Though. Does he design them or is he just, I, it's his I won't want to talk for him, but I don't know if he's doing <laughs> exactly. Now, will there be a bow tie involved now? Because yeah, Malcolm rocks the bow ties a lot. I, 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 I mean, I am a big bow tie person. Uh, the one event I went to, I went to the Rittenhouse Soiree. I went to the Rittenhouse Soiree um, and wore a bow tie with, uh, the, with the cranberry colors repping uh, my university. Oh, university. beautiful. Tony, I have pictures of the Union Trust up right now. Oh, I know. I've seen the play. I've been I've in been, there. I mean, I have not been it's in like there. It's like a church a little bit. It's got, no, <laughs> no, it's got, no, 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 no. We don't want that. We want it, no. to, be a, we want it to be a blessed uh, night, but no no church. Uh, no, it's got a great vibe. <laughs> you got the, the ceiling think, is curved and it's like I glass think that, up on top. I think that comment means that you are a devout single man still. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> so now the VIP section. So here's the next photograph that I have up. You this can the see, VIP? So you can see the balcony has the glass. Um, actually, this is live. That's a slightly delayed up on the screen okay. because I'm screening it. But um, the the balcony has like the glass. Now, where uh, will, I be? will I be like right up in here, man? I can go anywhere I want, though, right? Well, that's I what we're trying to I basically have an all-access for pass. For sure. I mean, yeah. you're, the, you're the goat for sure. I mean, who am I? We're still going to figure that out. I mean, seriously. Exactly where we're going to be set up. <laughs> For sure. we, I, say, I can't give you all that. And like I said, we're going to have some wow factor there, too. It's I love the wow factor. Yeah, the last time I saw a wow factor when I was watching uh, Storage Wars. And the guy uh, opens up the thing and he gets all the stuff. He says, now yeah, that's yeah. the wow factor, man. Now this will be a lot better than that. For sure. I, was gonna I say, mean, it's yeah. going to be oh, better than the be Phillies tough. game last night behind home plate. I was gonna say I, I did not see that. Um, I just I thought we won. I thought we won with Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah, but no, it was but it yeah. was it was what was going on behind home uh, play okay, in the okay. seats. Yeah. yeah, we definitely need to take a photograph 
that looks like this, though, with all of you guys behind that window. That would be lit. I like that. For it. sure. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Now, who is that up there, you know? It's just some random wedding say, couple. Might have just took uh, yeah. a couple of photos. Is They're the real yeah. MVPs, man. <laughs> well, JT, I'm great, man. Are you Uber down here now? Because uh, it's impossible to park. Did you get down here? Uh, I Ubered. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, you I drove? Mean, yeah, I drove, yeah, yeah. See, why didn't you drive him down, man? Were you with him? He can't fit in my now car. he can drive me anywhere. Oh, he can't I want fit now. in your car. He's now he's my Uber. <laughs> now what do you have? You have uh, one of those little smart cars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you used to drive a. Oh, what was it that you were driving for a while? Because Ooh. I saw it at, the, at Dockside. It was an awesome car. I still have was that one. Bentley? I still have one of those. Was it a Bentley? Uh, no, that no. was one of them. <laughs> no, but it was something I don't else. know if I, I want to disclose. Uh, now no, I have a... No, uh, we, we want to give a, out a his Rafe. license number, too, and his address? <laughs> right, right. Uh, What's the Rolls matter with Ro- you, Robin? Rolls-Royce Rafe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was a Rolls, right? Yeah. Yes, it was, and it was sweet. For sure. We'd Thank see you. him roll Thanks. by, and we're like, there goes Jason. <laughs> like, I know him. I know him. We know him. I know He follows me on Twitter. That's my big joke whenever I talk to somebody I haven't met before. You follow me on Twitter? Are you still following me there? Man? Are you following me on Twitter and Instagram? For sure. You going to, now you got to get the Twitch app now, man. Twitch is where I it's know, happening, I man. Know, I got to look it up. Twitch yeah, is where it is. So follow. So this is for, for your edification. Twitch is at any one point there are 30 million people watching live streams. Wow. Now, for the most part, it's it's the largest live streaming uh, website in the world. Now Facebook is still there, and then the, obviously Periscope. But for live, but for live streaming, man, this is it. This is the place to and be. And it's been no, mostly known for gamers, like because you know those the people that go and they watch somebody else play video games mm. for hours. That's what this site was originally built to do. And then when Amazon purchased it, they realized that the platform is so fantastic. The interactivity with your fans are so amazing, way better than anything else, that they realized that this is the perfect type of uh, platform for talk radio. Mm. And so that's how come they approached Tony and they said, we want you to be the cornerstone of the sports for platform. this type of so talk radio. So it's talk radio. radio and sports because there was none of that available. I mean, it's a lot in a lot of places. But now radio stations, they're going after them saying, hey, you already have the on-air content. Mm. We need some good shit now on TV. <laughs> and so that's what they do. So we have the TV component, which you can watch. And then you can also just listen to it on the app, on the mm-hmm. Twitch app. You can, like you see, we can, we can put it up on your screen. Oh, no. We've got bars yeah, putting it up dope. during the day. Yeah, you know, you used to go into bars. What do they have on? they got guys playing cards. they got all these talking head shows, which are fine. But they have guys playing video games, too. Yeah. Right. So we get, we get it up on the screen at a lot of bars. And people in there, and then they can listen to the show during the day because you know noon one to four people are happy hour. You know they're oh, out having sure. lunch. Yeah, so and that's why we had to get this yeah. thing blowing up, man. So yeah. that's why we we are asking all of our listeners and and guests to help us promote the show because there is no other way of of advertising this. That you know mm. that this is like so it's it's all. Word so you got to go door to door. As soon as we're done here, we're going to go outside and knock on doors <laughs> and say, "I'm Jason Thompson." You know who I am. You know, Do you know who this guy is here? Pull up to Union Trust on August 1st. No questions asked. Exactly right. Beautiful. It's great to see you, man. I, I haven't seen you in a long time, man. It's been a while. Yes, I just see you I used you to see you like every... I, used, I saw you more in California than I've seen you here. Yeah, it's an outrage, crazy. man. It is. It's an outrage. Damon, he's always everywhere, man. Exactly. <laughs> guys, it's great to see you, man. Thanks Appreciate so much for coming by. For and don't forget, everybody, August 1st, Thursday night, the soiree, baby! Robin, you know what soiree means in France? Uh, evening event or something. Exactly. Like, yeah. it, is. it is. Exactly right. A lot of people, they hear that word, they don't know what it means. <laughs> soiree is French for, let's evening. get down in the evening, yo. I was going to 
I was going to say some things, but I don't know. No, go ahead. Say, what, no, what I else don't know. is in I don't know. I don't know. People J- don't know. How many people know that, Robin? Make they sure hear the word. Make sure y'all follow JT the Kid. J-T-T-H-E-K-I-D. I'm following you, man. My man. Let me write it down for everybody else. J T T. Not JT the Brick, who you know out there on the West Coast also, right? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know who the Brick is. <laughs> so it's J-T-T? Yep. See, because I'm following H-T-T. you, but I, I just K-I-D. look at your feed and I just yeah. get on there. For so sure. it's t- two T's. Yep. And then T-H-E again? No, it's J-T the T-H-E. Right. So it's J-T and then another T-H-E. Correct. K-I-D. Yeah. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, you're right. It has to be two kids because J-T is Jason Thompson. Right. And then the is T-H-E. Right. So that's why Some you have two teeth. Some people would think teams. that you would just add the. No, H-E man. To those it. people. Those people don't count, man. Yeah, I know. If you're not, if you're, if you're that dumb, much of a dumbass to not figure that shit yeah. out, I there's mean, something I love, wrong. I love with people, you. but you actually have to have that mentality of thinking that they're not going to understand and teach them. Uh, now, just, I'm, I'm with and you. on the Instagram, it's the same thing, right? You don't have like underscores and all that crap on there, right? Huh? No. No. Can't do it. Nah. On Instagram, there's only I'm the original. Like I said, exactly. I mean, we, no, there's no underscores, no numbers, no nothing. So on on Instagram and Twitter, it's the same. Same. Because I don't even I don't go on Instagram much. I just go on there to look for chicks. You know what I mean? And, uh, no, I'm just kidding. But that's where Instagram I'm Instagram models now. That's the biggest industry out there now. You notice mm. all these beautiful Everybody's women. Everybody's a model. They'd be like, "What's your job?" I'm a model. Exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what agency? That's what I say yeah. when people say, "What do you do now?" I said, "I'm a male model on Instagram, same, man." Same here. I'm just a male model on Instagram <laughs> looking for chicks who dig older dudes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and even Robin's okay with that, right, Robin? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together once again for the man, Appreciate the it. great Jason Thompson, doing good things in the community, man. Thanks. We'll see you in a couple weeks, man. Sounds August good. 1st. August 1st. How many weeks? That's like, that's like two weeks from, yeah, it's, it's not from that far away. tomorrow night. It two is. weeks from tomorrow night. Am I right? Because today is the 17th, so 18th, and then, yeah, not it's two Thursday, weeks. Not Thursday, but then the next Thursday? No, it's two weeks from tomorrow. Oh, okay. Two weeks. Not a week yeah. away. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because this right, summer's right, going right, by right, too right, fast right. to it begin with, man. Everything's going by I already by know really after really my birthday, then it just it's starts all, slowing down. Now, when are you, are you playing again this fall, then? Yeah, the, in China? Yeah. You going uh, to China? I don't know yet. I haven't decided yet. I, I have some time, so we're good. You going to a yeah. Turkish prison while you're going off? Are you going back to Turkey? Nah, I ain't going to touch that dial with them. It's <laughs> crazy. I ain't going to that. <laughs> we have to elevate. It's at 4Pal J. It's brilliant that you're all on Twitch now. It's awesome. Uh, props to JT, man. Props is right. Props. Appreciate the original that. JT Appreciate kid. JT that. the kid, Dean. What's the matter with you, man? All right, guys. Appreciate it. Be careful, man. You need anything to drink, man? Some wine, some vodka. I got a little Henny up here. I've seen that. Anything is possible. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you're drinking it. You got to have the VSOP up there, man. man you never it. know I what's going on. Actually, it was one of the first things I had saw. I like, oh, man, I see you. <laughs> That's how how we do it here, man. That's good. That's how we do it. Ladies and gentlemen, now you guys are right now? You need some water or stuff? No, I'm good. Because we got to finish out the show now. We got about uh, 10 minutes to go. Guys are the best. We should should sign off now, then. We can just sign off and get out of here. We could. Should we do that? Someone to show these guys out. 
I feel like I'm a creep. I'm not even... uh, Actually, that's not a bad idea. Since we always go over, we're going to go under for the very first time. Not down under. Yeah, so... Not like how low can you go? (laughs) Hold on. Which means that I just have to catch up to... um... Maybe we need a little handy. We got a little handy on the way out, man. You going to work right now? No, no, it's hard health. That's not going to hurt you, man. No, they've proven. They've proven that a little bit... Is actually right, good you know, for you. Not? You know what? I can't. I can't pass up on a, if a legend. Uh, I mean, this is privilege right here, man. See, it says it right there on the label. Right. Privilege. Did now you we have it on any... there, or was that was that on there already? No, it's on there already. Oh, okay. Now I'm only gonna. I, I don't have any real. I got just plastic cups down here. Is that all right, man? That's not. What I don't have my snifters down here. Uh, the only one I have is this one here. I I actually drank henny from that thing one night. You see that big thing right there? See that big thing? I actually poured some henny in there one night and drank out of that on the okay. show. Turn you can't do that on real radio, man. So I'm going to start playing the... I'm rolling the credits already. Absolutely. Got to have some henny. And tell everybody... Well, I got to pop this baby over. I will go... Oh, plastic glasses? I don't have it's the real good. glasses. It's, it's all right, man. It's just a taste. It still does the It's just a taste. So tell everybody, Tony, oh, to look at that. tune that good in. pour right there, man? That's a heavy pour. <laughs> That's not a heavy pour. That's a real pour. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> That's called a start we want to thank you all for joining us. I'll have a, I'll have a little bit. We want to thank you all for joining us. Make sure that you come back tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be back here tomorrow. We'll, we'll get some more handy though, because we're going to run out of this shit tonight. You know what I'm saying? Don't drink and drive, though. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks, because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. Bye.